When the crowd gets loud, that's a pop. When Vince McMahon passes you along a new toy, that's not a monster pop, you sick fuck. Hey everybody, Dr. Destruction PhD here with yet another, this is our 21st official episode of the Monster Pop Podcast. As always, I'm here with the student of the game, D Straight. What's going on, man? I've got my mini disc recorder right here. I'm recording everything and uh, I'm going to play this back and extract the important things that you guys say. Well, we'll be careful oh this week. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Which might mean they'll have like, you know, maybe 15 seconds of notes. Out of oh man. And of course, we have Reclaim Joey, the rated R Twitch star himself. What up? How's it going? Davey, you, you sound sleepy, dude. Yeah, you know, that's what that's what I was going to say. Like, Smack yourself been... a little bit. Smack yourself up a little bit. We've been doing. We've been recording in the morning. Yeah. And like, I've always got like tired voice. I've always been tired voice guy for like the first hour and a half, two hours. I'm up, and I don't know anybody else who's like that. Maybe 15, 20 minutes, but I continue to be tired voice. Like when huh. we would do morning meetings and stuff at work, it'd be like, "Are you okay? Did you just wake up?" I don't know why that is. I've always been like that. Just fucking do some jumping jacks real quick. Get, do like something physical. You'll wake up. I know. I feel physically. Awake. Are you one of those like, people that are like, "Oh, I can't function unless I have my coffee." Oh, you better watch out! Don't fucking oh, no, with me. I, got, I need coffee. Shit like that. Is that the way those people talk? Yeah. Do they surf? I don't know. That's how I think about them. <laughs> that's why. That's why. Because it sounds it. like those guys. Th- it sounds like those guys would say, "Oh, dude, not until fish tacos. Not until. Oh, oh fish tacos sound good as hell, though. To be honest. <clears throat> no, I've had my coffee, but yeah, I'm that guy. But mentally, I feel okay. Physically, I feel fucking ready to run like a mini marathon. Be like a, pr- a practice run of like a customer service voice, and then you'll be you'll like you'll you'll like you'll find some way to center yourself. Center. Thanks for trying to yeah, fucking yeah. meditate, dude. Do a, do a custom, yeah. yeah, do a quick customer service voice. Somebody's trying to buy a toy from Vincent. No, Man. I got this. I got this. sure. I got this. All right. Thanks for thanks for calling WWE. This is David. How may I help you? Oh, hi, Joey. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay, you've got the wrong. You've got the wrong number. Oh, okay, you're still trying to get. Booked, okay. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. Well, man, we had at least one big story this week. No, this is the story of stories. This is a massive story. It, it dwarfs stories. like everything yeah, we've talked about. It really for does. Weeks. Straight up, this is the craziest shit that could have possibly fucking happened. Holy hell. I don't know about that, but I mean, you say story of stories, and I imagine Vince like bleeding from across. Oh my god! Well, he is probably awful. thinks that he is. To be <laughs> he probably does. No, he doesn't. He does not give a fuck. We'll get to that though. Well, yeah, I mean, in, in that he probably thinks that he's you know um, being crucified unjustly. Oh, you think? Right. Yeah. Oh, unjustly, got you, got yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know how that family you know thinks about things. I mean, there was that you know their nine eleven tribute episode <laughs> when like Stephanie compared the steroid trials to nine eleven. Like oh her family god. understands what the families are going through. Like. Yeah, it's the oh, same man, thing. So out of touch. The same thing, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, you know, the family. You know, if you're if you lost a loved one on nine eleven, it's the same thing as your loved ones getting accused of. Those needles were crashing into those ass cheeks, brother. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So uh, I guess let's let's get into this. If you if you guys have not heard already, uh, sure you this have. Big story, yeah. This big story with Vince McMahon broke. He um, has reportedly paid three million dollars in hush money, which uh, not adjusted for inflation is more than he paid for WCW. 
uh, because he had <laughs> sex with uh, someone in the office. Uh, they and yeah, and it's not just, he alleges that the hush money was his own personal money, so it's not company money. That's what's being investigated right now. But at the same time, they also like doubled her salary after they began that sexual relationship, which would be with company money. Mm-hmm. So there might be a little bit more to that than even you know they allege. And uh, as part of this report, this broke in, um, I can't, was this the Wall Street Journal? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, this was like, so this was broke, like, in, you know, kind of the real news world, not the wrestling one. Quote, unquote, real. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The shoot shoot news world. um, The shoot business world. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, there's, you know, they broke that story, and apparently, you know, part of it is that he passed off this employee to John Laurinaitis like a toy. Yeah. so, you know, John Laurinaitis is wrapped up in all of this. And, of course, Vince's response uh, in the interim was to, quote-unquote, step aside while Stephanie McMahon, who uh, they previously buried uh, in a leaked news story, just said that she was really horrible at her job. But now she's the interim CEO of the company. So we'll see how horrible at her job she really is. Though it seems like he's very much still in control. He went on SmackDown and, you know, cut the most awkward promo ever. He just came to the ring and it was like... Look at the WWE signature. Then, now, forever, and most importantly, together. That don't, oh my God, that hurts. I don't want. <laughs> That's everyone, awesome. Like, yeah, he's like, he's. Oh my God, he's like calling on people to like back him and stuff, and then people were. What the fuck the is crowd, wrong with I mean, people? The minute his music broke, they're like bowing, they're singing along, they're cheering when he comes out yeah. and like saying this. There was a few boos, but like that crowd was totally into it. He turned this, like, you know, impropriety scandal into, like, just pop a rating, which they did. They did have a pretty good rating on Friday night compared to usual. Really? He said, and it's great to be in here, and, and he thought about it. Minneapolis. <laughs> and got a huge pop. He had to think about it for a sec. Yeah. But it speaks to my theory that wrestling fans want to know that they bought a ticket or some big thing happens, and they don't is care that, what it is. I mean, yes. And they will pop for it. Yeah, true, but also, like... People were fucking cheering him and bowing to him. Like, this is insane. Like, we say it all the time. Like, how are people still fucking supporting this company after everything? Even going on Reddit, there's like, in, on the internet and stuff like that, people still back this fucking company, man. It's insane. That crowd is not the crowd that gives a fuck about holding anyone accountable for uh, Shit. any yeah. sh- shitty behavior. Insane. It, it's about you know, falling victim to that cult of personality and where better um, to exemplify that than WWE and Vince McMahon. Yeah, that's that's certainly true. I mean, obviously, you know, there's plenty of comparisons to be had with him and his uh, actual real-life friend, like Donald Trump and whatnot, and they definitely, you know, they cultivate a similar uh, devotion among their audience, like, very clearly. I mean, like, whenever he came out to, like, you know, it, it, it would always be like this big uh, pop, even when, you know, WWE's booking is at like a, a, you know, bottoming out seemingly. And then, you know, they're just on the cusp of getting even worse. But yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy. Like, I, I, I just expected, you know, maybe this situation would get a little bit more like a little bit. You know, he's not just a kayfabe scum. He's, you know, a little bit more realistically a scum. And, and this does this this doesn't get any better to me if Stephanie McMahon is in charge. In fact, I don't think I just think the damage is done. Like for me, as a fan, I don't want to watch this fucking company anymore at all. Like the damage is just fucking done. 
Hasn't that been done though for it, years? It, like, it has, it, it, it has. But like, you think like maybe Vince McMahon. Every time you want to give it a chance. Yeah, but like maybe you think like Vince McMahon, you know, he dies or something, and it, you know, maybe it'll get better, or you know, somebody else is in charge or something like that. But man, there's so many corporate shitheads that are there, and like you can say Stephanie McMahon, but Stephanie McMahon has been standing by watching all this shit happen, knowing about all this shit. You know, she's just as fucking guilty, in my opinion, at this point. Nothing changes for me. It's still bad. And if anything, the more stuff that comes to light, is it gets worse. And there's no way, there's no fucking way that this was the only case of that. You know that there was more. Well, there was the one with Kevin Owens. What? Where he where kept where they were passing KO around like a toy. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, um, go ahead. Yeah, there was that one thread that like kind of went viral on Twitter with the guy like just went through like I I wouldn't say the entire McMahon history, but like a whole lot of it. Yeah, obviously, like there's things that uh, there was the allegations in I I think the 80s, right, with the female referee that they had hired Mm -hmm. that he had like you know said like you know if you want your job you need to you know you need to blow me basically. And I mean that like back then it you know whatever like you know who mm-hmm. cares like that's just boys being boys doc yeah exactly like you know the, back then the the culture was just you know more than accepting of that nowadays if that happened I think that would be you know even bigger than this story uh, but you know there was that obviously obviously you know the snooka stuff you know kind of just helping him cover up his murder basically and just like i mean all the things that they've done over the years i mean it's not exactly a uh a family that's you know invoked good in the world yeah so joey joey killed his last girlfriend and like when he called me in the middle of the night like <laughs> just kidding <laughs> jesus christ but yeah so let's let's talk about the let's talk about the stephanie thing so they did float it out there that the reason she had to step down from her position was that she was not performing. Is that correct? Yeah, that she wasn't doing a good job. So people are saying that that what they did was like set set her up, so they wouldn't. They're they're like protecting the, See, the stock price at all costs. So, but if you do that, do you let it get out that she lost you know lost her position because she sacked? So yeah. well, okay. So it, it works in two ways. So one, when it, when she, when they get rid of her, when she leaves. They say, well, she wasn't good anyway. She was terrible at her job. So the stock price doesn't take a hit, or at least it doesn't take a big one. Because they're like, oh, they got rid of somebody that wasn't good. And that's how these okay. fucking that's how these fucking suits think. Is they're like, oh fuck her, you know, whatever. They don't care about the person. But now or they whatever. put somebody in the in a major role who who isn't good at their jobs. How does that help? But what's what's more important than them, them saying that, that she did a bad job for the for the because the stock here's the thing. The stock market, it's run by people's fucking like bullshit like it's not it, it, Wait, it, it's it, not con- it's not connected to reality it's not it's not connected to like it's like, all perception, how, yeah, yeah yeah how yeah like how it's not it, you know a, a company could do really bad in the stock market but they're doing really good business or something or you know and vice versa so you're te- you're you're telling hold me. on so my point is is like as long as they're they're manipulating like how people think about it so they say they get rid of this person that wasn't good at her job so they don't take this hit but now that vincent mann has stepped down um, they they see if McMahon is still in control, which makes them feel more safe about the company. 
But but if you do that, you don't say that you know we let her go because she sucked at her job. But that's the thing that because the stu- because now that perception for anybody who remembers like oh you know two weeks back or whatever that's you way too just... far back, dude. That's ancient history. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, to, yeah. To people to people as far as the stock market goes, it's it, it really is kind of ancient history. And on top of and that, to new, to new buyers, yeah, they want to see they want to see that. Um, that a McMahon is still in charge because they feel like if McMahon, if there's not a McMahon steering the ship, WWE's just done. Like nobody's going to be interested. Why did she ever have to? Why did she ever have to step away for that to happen? Why did Why did that ever have to happen? Well, I think like, that I mean the stepping, and that's like kind of the weird thing too. Is like you know we were told like the more legitimate reason she stepped away was mm-hmm. you know family and stuff like that, and you know there might be more to it, but that was the major part. So I guess those concerns are negated now. Mm-hmm. Why, yeah, why why not just have her, I mean, unless it was a literal shoot that she was stepping away, why have her do it at all? Why not just have her step up when her old man, you know, steps back? Well, I think it was like a legitimate, I don't think they were, you know, I don't think this is an angle that we're working. Um, right. <laughs> well, well because, because, well, because, yeah, Joey was floating that they, that they did that as a, as a setup because they knew this was coming. 100%. All right, see, yeah, I mean, so, they, they would have. I mean, this, I, from what I understand, this was known for like three months, and it was kind of like leaked out. Yeah, so, so on the they board. knew this was this was yeah. meticulously planned out to 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 play out. This wait, wait, way. so you, you guys are saying opposite things right now because Doc, you're saying it was this was known for months. And yeah, it was a shoot. I'm thing, saying that too. It was family. No, no, okay, no, 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 then, he's, no, 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 no. He's saying, or, and correct me if I'm wrong, EOD, but you're saying that they knew about the fucking situation for months. Yes. So their their official reasoning was that, uh, like what they said to the public was that it was for family. Not that wasn't the actual I, I mean, I reasoning. From what I understand, from everything I've heard, the Stephanie thing is legitimate. I don't think the plan was for her necessarily to like retake the reins because, yeah, it doesn't really make any sense that you would like, like David said, it doesn't make any sense that you would bury her on the way out. I think that maybe they were hoping that this. I think the the plan was for this whole like impropriety thing to be handled internally, but then when it leaked to the Wall Street Journal from probably someone on the board, uh, we don't know who. Maybe it was like you know a Nick Khan or a Nick Khan faction that's you know trying to. I mean, there uh, every, everything you know, all corporate angling and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean all of this. Like I said, I, I think it's meticulously planned out. They they knew exactly what they were doing, and then at the end of the day, they have a woman in charge too. So then they look woke. If they know, know that's coming, there's no way that she quits, you know, in the buildup. Like, she would just get sort of a promotion. Like, she would just step up. Like, when a CEO retires, like, the you know. Maybe they didn't want it to look like that they gave her the job because she knew something. Or that, like, she was holding it over them or something like that. Well, it would just make sense. I mean, like, that everyone was always, you know, there's always that debate over who Vince's successor is. And, it's, mm-hmm. you know, for a while, she was always kind of the heir, heir apparent. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, like, I mean, Shane's gone and, you know, she's mm-hmm. the other daughter or the other child. So yeah. like, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 kind of weird. As I said, like, I, I agree. Like, I think that I think that it wasn't necessarily planned. I, I think some of the stuff was like, I think the timelines maybe a little off and like how they plan to do this stuff. Because, again, like the burying her, like, unless this is just like kind of competing board members and things like that. Yeah. Like, are they trying to, like, make the McMahons, like, look bad because they're like, yeah, like, they can't steer this ship anymore, period. Well, I don't know. More news today. Uh, um, apparently, so John Laurinaitis has taken this hit, right? He's, like, kind of the, yeah. he's kind of the fall guy. Um, but what make, makes it even, like, worse is that 
um, Bruce Pritchard is now head of talent relations. And from what I understand, this is the first time he's ever held that position. I know he's always had power, but this is like even a step further. Uh, but of course, like him stepping aside, like again, it's like a stepping aside, right? It's not like out, out. It's just like, oh, hey. Well, what does John Laurinaitis go back. from here? What is he doing? He's just leaving for a bit? He's taking some time no, off? He's he's actually going to play Marty Funkhauser on the new season of Kirby. Honestly, I always thought that exact same thing too. Like he reminds me of Marty Funkhauser. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That, that's it's, isn't it weird that not only do they look alike, but they sound alike? Like they both have some the fucking yeah. weird voice thing. It's so weird. It is weird. Marty Funkhauser. Is he dead? Is fucking Super Dave dead? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dead, shit. Yeah. yeah, he passed away. That's why he wasn't on the last oh. season. Rest in or peace. Last two, maybe. Yeah, RIP, man. The guy's a fucking legend. Yeah, straight up. Super Dave is underrated. Oh, yeah. His brother's still going, though. So you've always got Albert Brooks. But yeah, I mean, this is, yeah, it's just a weird, yeah. evolving story. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, where, where do you guys, yeah. where do you guys see, where do you guys think WWE goes from here? Do you think they, I mean, obviously they popped a rating or whatever, but do you see them? And apparently he was on Raw, so. Yeah, I saw that too. So, like, do you see um, any, like, negative long-term repercussions coming from this? Or do you think they're playing this, like, like some fucking 4D chess shit? I think the only way that there's long-term repercussions is if, like, this investigation, like, if they actually uncovered, like, oh, yeah, he used company money or something, or they decided that, like, what he did was actually wrong. Yeah, but that gets, that gets rid of, that gets rid of Vince, but, like, what happens with, like, WWE itself? What do you think? If his daughter is, isn't, you know, whatever, she's still there, like, I don't, and I don't even, I don't even remember if we mentioned this, but she's, he's probably just, like, jacking in and, and fucking puppeting her right creatively yeah. and everything yeah. else right well he's, he still has his does, creative position yeah he's still crea- okay, gotcha. creative yeah. yeah 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 so does that not just happen if he's quote-unquote fired i mean and if he's, if he's like removed he's, and if he's if, if the board fires him is he really completely detached from the like he's given like, like he's given orders like a fucking mafia boss from the fucking shadows <laughs> and, giving and him how, through his daughter and how fired is he if he's you know it reminds me of uh what's that fucking asshole pizza Papa John yeah. situation, right? That guy's still rich, and he's, I'm sure. Oh yeah, he's probably richer than ever. Know. I think. I'm surprised to. I'd be surprised to know he's not making money from Papa John's and you know, from stocks or whatever, or in some regard. Oh yeah. So, I I don't know. I I don't think it really. I don't even really think it matters, to be honest. No one cares. Yeah. Like the the wrestling public doesn't care. Yeah. You know, they want to see. What the fuck ever Edge is gonna do this week? Want we'll to see what's happening? You know, I don't, I don't think it matters ultimately. They're gonna treat him like he's some kind of martyr. Mm. If they can figure out a way to make a reference to him on TV, mm-hmm. he'll probably they'll probably get a pop. Oh, and I, I just want to correct something. It wasn't that KO got passed around like a toy. It was more like a Gatorade bottle after a little league game. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to clarify. That. Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily know if we really get any meaningful long-term change out of this, to be honest. Like, because the thing is, like, as a business, like, they have so much guaranteed money just raking in with, like, their TV deals. Uh, the Saudi Arabia deal, I know, um, I listened to uh, Meltzer talk about this, and he said he wasn't sure if, like, if Vince is gone, if that technically might allow them to pull out of it. Um, he doesn't know the exact language, I mean, so, but my guess is it probably like a morality clause. I mean, come on. I, I don't know if it was. It might have been like how it was done. Like if it was like with between them and Vince, rather than like 
the corporate entity. I, I don't know. Sa- um, Saudi Arabia doesn't give up. Most likely, yeah. No. I mean, yeah, they don't. Yeah, a lot of the wrestling views are like kind of stuck in the past. So right. I would assume that. Um, but yeah, I mean, other news this week. I mean, like WWE is just kind of like in shambles. Period. I mean, they have a lot of like weird talent issues, but they're uh, making money. Injuries. Yeah, of course they're making money. Um, but like this summer, like I mean, apparently Orton just got injured. He's gonna be out for like a year. Um, so like most of their big stars are gone and another major star who may or may not be out of the company is Sasha Banks. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. So they, we've, there was, uh, I can't remember who reported it first, but someone had said, I'm hearing that, um, she was released and all these other journals have like kind of looked into it. No one has like solid confirmation one way or the other someone alleged that her lawyer was like seeking her release before um again not really collaborated much um but it's like this is a really weird situation like we've we've talked a lot about different releases on this show um and even like weird contract things like mjf but there was never like this level of like what's actually going on with it where no one seems to have a solid grasp of this. Do they not have a way to reach out to Sasha Banks herself? Because you see these these reports, and they're like, well, they reached out to the company, and they reached out to sources and stuff like that. Do they not have a way? And I've seen, like, Booker T and, like, Corey Graves complain that nobody's even contact, like even tried to contact them and stuff like that. Like, what the fuck is, like, do they not even try? Are they scared to fucking reach out to the star? Like, I know they have their fucking info. Yeah, it's it's really weird. I mean, especially because, like, a lot of them, like, their inside sources are stars. Yeah. So, like, it's it's weird. Like, I don't I don't I don't know why this is such a a mystery. Yeah, same. Well, it and it comes well, it comes down to you know her her personal like boundaries or whatever. Like, well, did they say? Hey, we, Sasha, we reached- pro pro wrestling insiders on the phone for you. They want to know you know your fucking personal shit. You know, come on. I mean, well, she yeah, could very well tell them to fuck off. True, but we then, don't know but, that she's one to talk to quote unquote dirt sheets. You're right, but then they would say we reached out to Sasha Banks with no comment or we, we have not heard back or mm-hmm. whatever. They would say that. They would absolutely say maybe, that. maybe, but you know, you got to think this. These guys aren't like necessarily professional reporters. Those are few and far between. That's true. In that racket, dude. But not even so Meltzer. They they, they may take it like they may take it personally that she didn't, you know, respond, and or they're embarrassed that she didn't respond because they're not big enough fish, so they don't mention that they reached out. I don't, I don't know. But um, either way, I think she's probably done. You know, yeah. this may be a where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't think the previous story with Stephanie taking over really is going to, you know, do anything for her options, but. I just wonder if she is indeed released, is she going to continue wrestling? And I have a hunch mm-hmm. that she's not, that she's going Sasha? to Sasha? You don't think she'll yeah, go to like a, AEW or something? You think I have a hunch that she won't. You know I what? Have a, I have a hunch that she'll uh, that she'll pursue, you know, Hollywood. If she does, if she does, I think that it'll be like few and far between and I think it would be somewhere like AEW. AEW offers a schedule where she can do both that and acting and like you're right. She's actually got her foot in the door in some big Hollywood stuff, like not even like some like fucking straight to DVD shit. If she's doing Star Wars, so yeah. like yeah, she you're 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 right on that. I think that she's if she wants to, she doesn't ever have to wrestle again. I don't see her coming to AEW. I, I just don't. I don't know why. I get hundred percent see it. That's what we always say. We're always just like, well, there's aw what's huh, up of course um i 100 percent. there has to be interest from dude, like, you Tony know Khan, they're right? fucking like, sending out feelers already you yeah know it and like sure and the way but well they, the they end, might not they might not be contractually able to even if she is actually released and if she only has to work like a couple matches 
like every once in a while and she has like this lighter schedule and she's like damn i get to fucking do all this acting and i get to fucking make a fuck fuck ton of money wrestling a few matches she's gonna do it even if she doesn't want to wrestle I don't know. Is it a fuck ton of money? I guess it would have. I mean, to be. it would have to be. And she's, she's a big star, and she would be the. She, she would set that price. She would be the yeah. biggest star. Um, she'd be bigger than Britt Baker. She'd be, she'd be the biggest woman star they've ever had, easily. Like, yeah, it wouldn't even she's, be close. She's not that big. She's like a hundred and like okay. twenty-five pounds. <laughs> Damn! Oh my god, you got these coffee jokes today. <laughs> you know, it's it's the thing that comes with fatherhood, right? You know, yeah, and, straight up. <laughs> Right, dude, it came right out like when when I when I bit into the umbilical cord. <laughs> that's what that's the fucking transformation. You know, I didn't do that. By the way, they were like, "Yo, do you want to cut this?" And I looked over at that thing, and I was just like, "I'm gonna botch this, and everybody's gonna die." Jesus. I was like, "You do it." They have these tools, and they know what they're doing. I'm like, "I know." You know what it is when you have like scissors that aren't sharp enough, and you're trying to cut something, and it kind of does that thing where it just like folds. I would puke. And I it would, doesn't cut. I would straight puke. Let me tell you about the umbilical cord, listeners. Do you think it's, just, if you've never been there, do you think it's just so long? That motherfucker is long. I have no idea how that was inside of somebody with a baby. That, that <laughs> motherfucker. That thing, I'm telling you, dude, you could, um, I could wrap it halfway around my house. It was in, oh dude, it God. was insane. It just kept coming. Well, we are like, your intestines are like, it's super long, you know? Yes. Like, yeah. But this was thick. Um, and this was hard. It's, it's insane. <laughs> okay. And Joey was begging me to get it for him so he could eat it. You sick <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. But anyway. Oh my God. And then Sasha came in and she was like, hey, you know, can I check that umbilical cord? But no. Um, oh, no, no legit Layla? No, no legit. No. This was before legit Layla. <laughs> That's a, a dream match. Legit Layla versus Sasha Banks. Right in a fucking umbilical cord fucking match. Oh, it's kind of like a dog collar match, but you know. First ever women's main event umbilical cord match. Oh my god! Yeah, and they're connected at the belly button, and they you know use it to whip each other. Oh my god! It's like a dog collar. Pull each match. other in for lariats. That's what he just said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's like, it's like dog collar match. <laughs> my bad. Fucking... He listens every once in a while. <laughs> anyway, holy shit! So yeah, I don't know. Um, are you guys ready for this one? Uh oh. So I guess we'll see. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> All right. Where do I, you, I thought this was like going somewhere, but yeah. Where do you see Sasha Banks? Like, what if Sasha Banks like fucking left, and then she ended up like an MLW like full contract? Oh <laughs> well, you know, I, I hear women. I hear women of wrestling is uh looking for maybe. A oh new yeah. Main event oh yeah. They get fuck, <laughs> apparently they got rid of Tessa. I guess they got, it's, yeah. apparently that's like really old news, but like yeah. I guess it just shows the state of like the prestige of both the promotion and Tessa yeah, at this what point. The fuck that, are like, they doing? No one just gives a shit. Nobody <laughs> well, cares. I, I, no one talks about it. I don't know when their events are. I don't know who else. They is haven't on had the an event yet. I, They're still like in the works. Okay. Well, they when they yeah. oh, announce wow. like the like the sort of relaunch of the promotion, they're like, oh yeah, like you know Tessa Blanchard. That's who we're gonna like build the whole thing around, and they fired her. They fucking fired I, her. I love women's wrestling, and just it's just hasn't come on my radar. It's not like, well, I'm not you know, gonna pay attention. Well, to it has to you know, well, kind of exist to be on your radar. Yeah, I mean, like Stardom is out there, and we tried to watch some Stardom. I just don't think we we don't follow Stardom closely enough to know what the big shows are. 
and what the good shows are because we saw that the, those that clip of um mm. of those clips of like yeah, B. Priestley, yeah, and like Priestley rather, yeah. And they, that, that was, was really that awesome. been a while ago, right? Yeah, she's in she's NXT UK. She's a uh, Blair Davenport. Oh, weird. When was that match? It was a, it was an that older be, match. Yeah, oh. that had to be like well. I thought that was recent. I was, I, my she's, I was ready to say she's really gotten good. Yeah. But apparently, like she's been good. <laughs> my apologies. I've seen her. I've seen her have other matches before that weren't that great. I mean, she didn't have like she didn't work well with like uh, mm. Britt Baker. Like that was weird. She's good. She was really she's really good. But my point is, is like we just don't know like the best shows to watch because we tried to watch one show, and I'm sorry to say it, it was atrocious. Remember oh, you're talking about the one that we watched? Together? Yeah, and then people were buzzing about it. Oh, this crazy junior atrocious match might have been a little harsh. It was pretty but atrocious. It had that the clown and like the oh yeah. Remember like the the um like the uh, the weird like tag matches and stuff like that. There was some good stuff on yeah. it, but like I thought I was like, like this is not free, the big show. That free show we watched, mm-hmm. the one the one that they made a big deal, like oh it's like for free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I thought that was okay. It was not bad. Yeah, it was not bad. They also suffer from having no crowd. I thought, you know, the matches on the two marquee matches on the the show I watched recently, I thought were pretty good. I just think that there's, you know, just like anything else, there's people that hype things up and it doesn't always turn out to, you know, live up to the hype. Mm -hmm. But it's unfortunate because you're dealing with human expectations when you hear something like that. Oh, this is better than, you know, Will and Okada. And then you watch and it's just like, well, this is kind of has that choreographed feeling. Yeah. The the no crowd kills it. I don't know what's been going on with the booking here, so maybe, you know, I don't have that context that that commenter had. I I know they have a lot of really talented women. Absolutely, yeah. So, I'm not I'm not off like the stardom tip, but there's Same. also like Tokyo Joshi Pro hmm. that's out there and I think they mentioned and we're going to talk about Willow Nightingale. They mentioned on AWTV, they mentioned that promotion. They mentioned that she's going hmm. there. So, oh, yeah, isn't I mean, Tokyo Joshi Pro part of their uh, DDT partnership too? I think so. Yeah. I thought that so was. That uh, be, yeah. Is that Tokyo Joshi? Tokyo <laughs> Joshi is the. Is that the one with with that um, that Maki Ito works at and stuff? Yes. So, so yeah. Okay. I mean, so that is part of that is part of that whole collective. Yeah, and I remember they showed some of those matches whenever they were doing that tournament, and they were okay. Um, I didn't think that they were good as good as the Stardom stuff that we saw. I mean, I always hear like good stuff about like the Impact Women's Division too, but like I, yeah, God, it's so I can't hard to bring myself Impact. to watch Impact. Like they had Slammiversary this weekend. Uh, the only highlights uh, that I've really seen are like there's that spot in the women's match that uh, we were torn whether or not it was like awesome or cringe. Yeah, because they were doing like they were doing like the fucking like some like they were standing there like waiting for the other girl to push over the ladder and like. You see that in so many ladder matches, yeah, though. You, you know, do, you, but if you're you never shit see... on them for that. You but the good ones, you don't see it. Like, yeah. it's not like the good ones know how to like disguise it. Like, it doesn't look like it's inorganic that this spot happened. Well, if that's the case, that. the good ones are the good ones are few and far between. Though. It could have been the crappy There's camera that. work too. I don't think so. I think that that you would still see people like wait if that if that were to happen. But it's it's uh it's. But at least they're like you know fighting up on top. They, they were, were willing kind of to. Like I mean, with, standing. Yeah. There. With that said, I mean it's a fucking crazy spot. So what? If, what the fuck yeah. are they gonna do? Like they're trying to get ready to take, do this spot. They're putting themselves out there. Like I mean, I mean, trying to look like you're not ready for it is goes out the window in my opinion. I forgive them for that. It, even they're though they're trying it did, not to die. Yeah, they're trying not to die. <laughs> they're getting ready to take this fucking insane bump. They didn't even set up multiple multiple tables which usually you would see like mm-hmm. a whole fucking like stack of tables 
before yeah. somebody does this and they fucking went through it and they also came really close the, yeah. to the barricade like, they had yeah, a narrow margin narrow margin not only that but they hit so hard that that fucking table got offered no give and uh seek, <laughs> another secret of the ring um the table looked cool but it's meant to break your fall when you do big bumps and this did not break their fall they went straight through it like it was fucking butter and they fucking hit hard so i mean i don't know if like like respect i don't i like i don't know i do you is it like it, it was i guess it was cool like i don't know i guess we didn't see the match yeah. so maybe there was like some nice build and like it ultimately ended in that fucking crazy bump and and, and two there's always that kind of weird element of like you know you respect it but like there's always like kind of like with like the level of danger you kind of like was this worth it like this show that's being watched by you know hundreds of fans is right. this worth you know risking your life for? Man, it was Slammiversary. It's their anniversary show. Twenty years of Impact fucking um, barely surviving. So, um, <laughs> if, if not if not for this spot, are we talking about it at all? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> pretty much. Like, well, the, the thing I'm seeing most people talk about is like the AJ Styles video package. Oh yeah, that's true. AJ Styles uh, did like a thing, and um, Billy Corgan and Dixie Carter, and I guess the current president were all like they fucking attended and they took pictures together and shit like that and i know there was some serious heat between dixie carter and billy corgan so that's kind of crazy no if i'm if i'm impact i don't think i invite dixie i don't think i want to celebrate that part of you know you you have a lot of people that love impact and you know they'll fucking support it to the death or whatever but um yeah i I did see a lot of people saying that this is one of the best pay-per-views they've done in a long time and sometimes their stuff isn't bad and uh, I know they got like some interesting like world title, like a world title picture, but I don't really like that one guy they got as the S champion. Um, I don't get the Josh fucking, Alexander. Josh Alexander. He's okay, but like I don't get the fucking like headgear. It's real dorky to me. Um, and he's their world champion, but I mean he's wrestling that fucking all Japan guy, uh, that, uh, Joe Doring. For you know, he's next hmm. in line for their title shot or whatever. So I think that's kind of interesting, you know. So I don't know. Man, I don't. I don't mind the headgear. I mean, if you if you can separate yourself from the fact that it's you know supposed to make him look like a you know she, you know like collegiate wrestler or whatever. I mean, and even taking Rick Steiner out of it, like it, this is a, a business where people wear masks and they wear shit on their head. So I can I can remove myself from the fact that it has that association. I it can't do it. I, I guess you're good. right. I didn't think about Rick Steiner, but Rick Steiner fucking looks like a fucking animal he looks fucking monstrous and he's wearing oh man that guy looks like fuck i wouldn't want to fuck with josh alexander are you saying you know his new wait his what new japan strong do you know what wait are you are you fucking goofing josh alexander he's got an intimidating look what when he like without the he's got like his face and whatnot he's got like he's like I, a I small bald guy <laughs> uh, what the fuck are y'all, are y'all know, fucking man. are y'all goofing well as a smaller bald guy i'm sure davy probably I think he looks, dude. He, I don't know, man. Y'all are goofing. He looks pretty fucking crazy. What? He looks pretty fucking crazy to me. Are you are you googling him? I know what he looks like. I mean, he's (laughs) he's worked. I've seen him. You know, the place I've seen him on is New Japan Strong. Like Josh Alexander's been on New Japan Strong. What? Of course. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Has he? Yeah. Yeah. You've seen him. Oh, okay. Have I? I'm pretty sure he was at like one of those like. Yeah, he was working on yeah. Dude, I don't see states. it. I don't see it, dude. He looks dorky as hell. The very <laughs> first picture on Google fucking pictures. 
<laughs> you gotta be kidding. You guys gotta be fucking like I don't, trolling I don't, me. He's not. A, he's not a super small guy. He's at least six feet tall. I mean, guys that are like fucking five eight and stuff, which is a lot of guys on the indies. Like he's taller than a lot of his opponents. Even not like he's not taller than the big guys. But I mean, dude. I mean, to me, he looks like a crazy motherfucker in the gym who's just Cra- like what this guy. I just posted him in the monster podcast. You gotta <laughs> confirm to me that that's that what we're talking stuff. about. I mean, <laughs> dude, you, you take one picture and in a, in a, that's one picture in a hall. But dude, like, you, you got to be fucking with me. I mean, I'm not fucking with you. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he's that he's fucking Brock Lesnar, but I'm just saying like he's a pretty intimidating looking dude. I'm just gonna assume that you're fucking with me. <laughs> you got to be fucking with me, dude. Plus, he's pretty. I mean, he looks like good he looks like a fucking dork dork version of fucking Carl Anderson. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, actually, that's yeah. fair. Holy shit. I don't think so. All right. Well, so. should we talk about some wrestling that we did watch this week? <laughs> he looks like he's in better shape than Carl Anderson, too. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So are you ready to talk about some wrestling that we did actually watch this week? <laughs> yeah, let's 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 do it. All right. So we just went over the uh, AEW events this week. So we'll open up with AEW Dynamite from uh, June 15th. We open up with Ortiz and Jericho in a hair versus hair match. Uh, I thought this was pretty solid. This was a lot of hard-hitting stuff early. Uh, you get some spots uh, in the barber chair. Uh, JR said that the barber's name is Floyd, which is the same name as Jericho's bat, which uh, Jericho really tries to get over on commentary uh, on Rampage. Um, they have a Sunny Kiss uh, promo for Pride Month. Uh, they actually had two, uh, one on uh, Dynamite and one on Rampage that were different. Uh, Sunny Kiss isn't on TV, so... That's so weird. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah, not on TV at all. Like, what the fuck? I mean, I, I would love to see Sunny Kiss on TV more. You know, you know, like uh, Sunny Kiss hasn't had like a, a good as good a showing as she did in Lucha Underground. I thought like like Sunny Kiss had a breakout like match in Lucha Underground, and it's weird. I guess let's I got signed, but he uh, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you don't. I don't know how you don't know how to use Sunny Kiss. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's uh, I don't it, for for me too. It's like you know so you have a lot of these uh, you know people on the roster that you know don't always get featured and whatnot. But like you have like you know different jobbers and like I get that like you know maybe you want to like you know you don't want to get them like in a squash match, but like you could fit in like Sunny Kiss into like just an occasional match on TV, right? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have yeah. to be like part of a greater story. It can just I mean like look at how they use JD Drake. Like you could I don't know. Don't remind me. <laughs> I I wonder if they're hesitant to have Sonny getting squashed uh, on TV regularly. You think so? Like mm, maybe. maybe get some backlash I or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, they I know they get a certain degree. I know they got some backlash for this. You know, featuring Sonny who hasn't had a match in a minute, at least a match of note. In a minute. Yeah, yeah. I, I know she's regularly featured on Dark, and she's had some story, yeah. some decent storylines on Dark too, uh, like the stuff with Joey Janela. But um, I think didn't Janela go over? And he's like, oh, maybe I probably shouldn't have. In hindsight, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but even even that's not been super recent, you know. Yeah, that, that was. But a they were gonna. Too. The, yeah, I think they were gonna use Joey Janela on TV. So I don't know, man. It's just um, I just don't know how. Like you have like a pretty decent like baby face right there like that you could use yeah hopefully they you know find something for her to do eventually and i just think uh, they would now especially after they're yeah. if they're gonna if they're gonna try to get the rub 
Sonny's getting paid. Uh, so I guess they yeah. feel like, well, we're paying, they feel that we're paying her, so we can do this. Yeah. But we all know you're paying her, sure, but are you just paying her as a, a matter of tokenism? Or are you going to are you going to book them? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, so. like I, I I don't know. I just I just really see a lot of potential in an underdog baby face, and that's how she was using Lucian Underground. So yeah, mm. well, well, hopefully you know. I mean, well, again, your underdog baby face. You just keep keep looking out everywhere for him. Mm. <laughs> Shady Drake, Sunny Kiss. I mean, Everyone's Shady Drake. Booking, I guess Shady Drake would be an underdog, but he's like a different. I guess. He's a little too big, I think, to like pull it off in I mean, the AEW roster. Well, the way they did it was like, like the way they did it in Evolve, because they did it like that was Austin Theory was the uh, was the champ, and um, he was the guy that you know he was the everyman, like uh, he was the guy that didn't gotcha. have the have the look, and and you know he wasn't earmarked for big things in wrestling, and he and, like he was the everyman. That, that I mean, it was real easy to tell that story. But goddamn it, he can unclog a drain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back to the match, uh, it kind of devolves into a big brawl, and uh, Eddie hits uh, Jericho with the back fist, so technically the babyface is uh, cheated first, uh, but then who comes to save Jericho by hitting Ortiz with a bat but Fuego Del Sol, and Joey totally bought it. I bought it. That completely like, worked. What the fuck is he really joining? Because it, it made sense, because he's a mark, and... Uh, it made sense that he's he a mark be, for the guy who buries him at every yeah, opportunity. He would be in, he would be in like the group that, like that, that marks out like the Jericho Appreciation Society. He would be in that group. So it made sense. But you were, bought, you were like, this I doesn't make any it. sense. Why would Fuego do this? I was like, like, no, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why? I just said there was no like, uh-huh. it, there was just no like, uh, yeah, whatever. I bought it. You felt, you felt betrayed. No. <laughs> no, it was something uh, like of that. Of course. Of course, after the match, Jericho wins. He's not going to get shaved, obviously. And Fuego is revealed to be Sammy Guevara. Sasha. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sasha. Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> this should set up a Sammy Fuego del Sol rampage match or something. Right. Honestly, I, yeah. I, I actually have two uh, critiques about this match. One, it was a good match. But two, they had like Eddie Kingston go out there. With with uh with with uh, Ortiz instead of mm-hmm. Santana, and then they did the run in with Santana, and they didn't get much of a pop. Why wouldn't you save Eddie for the fucking run in so he'd get the big pop during the match? That was a little weird to me. I think setting him out there, maybe it was to like help the pop for Ortiz as well. Just, by give, just to give him, him the rub. I don't know. I think yeah. like if you're putting on a match like a marquee match like this, and you you're worried about the pop that Ortiz is going to get, then maybe you shouldn't be doing the fucking match. And then also the other thing is, is like there was zero, zero focus on the fucking hair. Why do you watch a hair versus hair match to see somebody get their fucking head haircut and fucking head shaved? We didn't get it. We didn't get like a fucking, like we didn't get that. There was nothing. There was zero. Like, why they, they went I mean, through all it, that it happened, for nothing. But I mean he was he was doing the you know, he fucking bumped the barber and was like, I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah. And then he started shaving it like, you know, whatever, keeping yeah. my word and I don't give a fuck. And he started Shout bleeding. Blood and guts. Was he, yeah. Was he bleeding was he bleeding before he started rubbing that no, razor I think over he his fucking, scalp? No, I think he cut himself like fucking oh, Raven man. style. Like, oh my gosh, dude. You could have made a thing it about cool. it. I guess. It's fucking that's the kind of shit that makes you bald for life. Hey man. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, <laughs> join the fucking set. Look, if you have the hair, you're not giving it up, right? So, I mean, I did. I gave it up for charity, brother. No, okay, all right. 
I knew you when you had hair, so oh, well, you didn't have enough. I give it up for, ch- I give it up for charity. <laughs> you had you had a you had a tuft. Yeah, it says the guy who's fucking farming hair while there's fucking bald children in Ecuador. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and grony fucking hair. I did it for them to stand. So it's hard down there near the equator, brother. Yeah, it's hot. They're out, they're down there with your blonde fucking tuft. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I sent that in a pack of fucking Elmer's glue. Okay. I don't know who got it, but I imagine they're going to show up on my doorstep one day and fucking thank me and I'll fucking meet all their kids. So <laughs> fucking send you this, uh, the, the kids that they wouldn't stuff. have if, if they didn't yeah, have it. Yeah, worked for the hair. Yeah. I'm just saying. The beautiful ass fucking doll hair. I'm just saying. They could have like, they could have had like a thing or, he, you know, he could have sat in the chair and they could have had the camera on him doing it. But all he, he did it so fast. It went by really quick. There was zero payoff for a goddamn hair versus hair match. He lost his hair. That's that's the payoff. There was no payoff to, for us, like a visual payoff. There was no visual payoff. I thought. That, I mean, they because they weren't going to do the thing where like he's humiliated and getting shaved. Like he grabbed it himself and. No, he's. I think the visual payoff was seeing him like shave his hair violently and blood running down his forehead. Yeah, blood he's guts. fucked. I yeah, I mean the, that's unsafe. You do that. Baby, you do that for like the heel. Like that's, yeah, that's like when like, the heel gets like he's their comeuppance and you embarrass him. Yeah. Usually, you, and and I think I think Doc is right because usually you see the heel. The payoff is when the heel is getting their head shaved, like the baby face getting their head the, shaved. The payoff is not I'm, the heel getting their head shaved. The he, the the payoff is the hair, period. It's called a hair versus hair match. So whoever loses, whoever's losing their hair, like maybe they fucking like like if I were to if I were gonna cut my hair and and, and I was still wrestling, I'd be like, Hey, I'm gonna cut my hair. Can we do something with that? You know? Yeah, but no one's buying you as a baby face, bro. You're a fucking <laughs> No, still, but like that's not the point. I'm just saying like it doesn't matter, heel or babyface. The payoff is the hair, no matter what. That's the whole point. I'm trying to think of a. I'm trying to think of a. There was that Yamada and Minami Toyota hair versus hair match, but she was kind of working heel in that feud, and they just did something really cool with the. Was Molly the Holly? Actual, was Molly Holly fucking babyface when she lost her hair? When a woman loses her hair, it doesn't. That's going to be a big deal. That's going to be know, a no bigger deal, but it's uh, yeah. Hair like hair is a big deal, no matter how you slice it. I don't care, dude. Nobody's going to give a fuck if a guy with little dreads shaves his head and he's a baby face. And but when when a woman's going to get shaved, doesn't matter who. That, I'm just that's going to be a thing. Yeah, you still if you're going to make if you're going to make of cultural it cultural norms. It's the gimmick. It's the fucking. It's the thing on the advertisement. If you're going to make it a thing. If you're gonna make it a hair versus hair match, then the payoff needs to be there. I think the payoff was there. I don't it, know. It, just, to me, just because to it, me they because wasted. He was it. able to do something with it. To me, they made, wasted just, it. And if I was, did Ortiz, you want him to I'd cry? I don't understand. Not cry, just like cry? a visual, like have him like shaving his whole head because he came out later I mean, and he was fucking like there was no hair, so he went dude, to the back. Got, he went to the back to you know finish long, it off. Dude, have you ever shaved your head? Well, the, when you had, it's dude, a the guy's big got fucking, thick ass dreads. Yes, and it's a big fucking like bro. Like, they payoff. weren't gonna do a fucking twenty minute stop. Then now they shouldn't have done TV. it, <laughs> dude. They, they're never, they're never gonna do it like that. They shouldn't, they 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 shouldn't have done it. Then they should have given it some time. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. If I was Ortiz, I'd be mad. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I thought it looked cool doing All it. Right. The yeah. blood started running down. Maybe that was a botch, but it looked cool, and I thought it was fine. And it gave them, you know, gave the baby faces a chance to be like, yo, I'm a fucking man. Like I'm the Babyface, I'm gonna do this shit like a man, which you knew was gonna. Which, happen. which I'd like that, but they bumped the barber, like you know, they did a thing with it. I like Come that. On. I do like that, but 
You got a? Do you have a hair shaving fetish? What is this really it has, about? It has nothing to do with that, man. I, I'm telling you. I'm, oh, but shit, it, it, he does slower. have it. It just doesn't have anything to do with it. It's like doing a ladder. It's all, no, it's, it's like doing a ladder match, and there's no ladders. It's it doesn't make any yeah. sense. And there, you see like five minutes of a ladder, or not not five minutes, like two seconds of a ladder. That would be like you if you're gonna call it that. You need to like that's the gimmick of the fucking match. So have the payoff. That's just that's my opinion. I, just, I mean, that's, that's I, what I, I think. thought they did. It just you know, it's, I don't think comparing it to a ladder match. I'm, t- I'm comparing like it to any gimmick if, match. Any gimmick match. Okay, but a, a ladder match is a match where it's not the result after the bell rings. Like that scenario would be like they, they have to shave each other's head during the match, and the last oh dude God, with any hair imagine? is the winner. No, it's that's what that's kind of the analogy you're talking still, about. Which right, would be awesome. but the payoff would be at the end. Whoever gets their head shaved, you need to see it. At the latter match, the payoff is you have a winner. So I mean, I'm just saying it's not a good analogy. I mean, I we saw it. It just we saw it. He was shaving his head. I I didn't want to fucking sit there and waste ten minutes watching the rest of his. I want to see this dude's hair get fucking shaved. That's what I wanted to see. I think anybody <laughs> would. Enough. I mean, well, Tony, if you have that uh, footage of Ortiz getting the rest of his hair shaved off, <laughs> Joey really wants to, to see it. Well, I wouldn't watch yeah, it like it that. Jam. It's got to happen on the show. It's like, oh shit, he's getting Maybe his hair he shaved. Maybe he posted it. Did you check his OnlyFans yet, Joey? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's roll. Okay. Well, uh, moving on uh, to something I did not think was as good. Uh, We had Wardlow versus his uh, class action lawsuit of 20 plaintiffs, uh, security guards. This is the worst thing I've ever seen on Dynamite. What was the last thing I said was the worst thing I've ever seen on Dynamite? Because this was fucking horrible. They're going to lose Wardlow if they don't fucking stop this shit. I had, I mean, I, I like have high hopes for this, but I thought this would be like a fun squash match. But this was just, and like they had a pretty good crowd for the show, but they weren't really into this either. And no, it was like, uh, they're no. Lo- no, they're they losing him. They're losing him. They're losing Wardlow two for two reasons. One, stupid shit like this, and they're not having him doing anything meaningful. And he fucking talks. Don't let this fool talk. He's horrible. I and mean, actually, he's not yeah, horrible, he's not, but it sounds like that, it sounds good, like he's not no. coming up with his own shit. And if he is, it's bad. Somebody then somebody needs to come up with something for him. Like that's it's bad. Like Wardlow's world, that's terrible. Don't ever fucking say that. It's again. over. Don't ever say there's that people, again. There's people with Wardlow's world signs. Oh, that's horrible. Horrible. They really took for granted that this was going to be awesome automatically because the guys that were playing the security guards, I mean, their instructions were just bump feed, bump feed, bump feed. Right. Nobody came in swinging. Or I think one guy maybe tried something. He tried a crossbody. I think that yeah. was yeah. I think that was it. And just like bump feed, bump feed, bump. Yeah. And then they didn't do it in a rhythm that popped the crowd at all. And the crowd, how was the crowd dead for a guy beating up 20 yeah. guys? Well, because they did it like this. And, and, and not only like in a company where wins and losses are supposed to matter, none of them like ha- like more than half of the fucking dudes' shoulders weren't on the mat when he got pinned. Like they just they were all in like a yeah, stack. That that's, that's and stupid. he was stacking them. Were, 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 was yeah. he deleting all the guys that were stacked, or was no, it just at the, the guys at the on very, the bottom? It, no, he, he did like it was all of them. He pinned a couple guys. Okay. He pinned a couple. And guys. they would say plaintiffs like. Five through yeah. ten are eliminated. But yeah, it, but sometimes there would. Be, I think there'd be more guys in the stack than they would announce eliminated. That was well, so weird. Well, they, they, well, I couldn't tell if he was just using them as like weight so they couldn't kick out. Like I, I it was so weird. Well, they they fucking. Um, yeah, and you're right. Some more on their weren't even on their yeah, backs. Yeah, no, they, they they did a couple. They did a couple to start, and then at the end, the, at the end, he did like the last chunk of them, and they were all just stacked. None of them shoulders were down. It's so stupid. So stupid. This is fucking Dude, terrible. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. He didn't fuck. do anything cool. He didn't really do anything cool. Like, they didn't have this thing planned out and schemed out and timed. Yeah. And 
There was no rhythm. It was just like, just go in and start bump feeding for him. Here's the thing about Wardlow. You have, like, like he's better than your average fucking meathead squasher. He's better than a fucking Goldberg. He's better than an Ultimate Warrior. He's better than, those, than, than your average guy like that. But you still have to fucking book him right. You still have to hide his fucking negatives and accentuate his positives. And they're not doing that with him. They're just doing whatever, and it's fucking bad. Well, I think, I mean, I don't know if this is really something that, like, it. it I don't think this is really something about, like, his positives or negatives. I think this was just, like, a it poorly is. done segment. The, the, that On top of that, that is the poorly done segment. But letting him talk is definitely I mean, sure, not, not hiding enough. his negatives. Letting, like, th- this is terrible. He needs to be in, like, big spots. Like, what he should have done, like, whenever he, had, whenever he said, like, he cut the promo and he's like, I wasn't in that in that battle royal and it's because i want to beat the real champion first you bury whoever's going to be the new interim champion second like he could have just said i have a fresh contract with AEW. now i'm going to get official wins that's all he would have had to do like now he's going to get his official wins because he doesn't have any uh, on his actual record because he's been employed with somebody else this whole time so technically his matches weren't be sanctioned that would be the easiest way to do it and you don't bury anybody so then you have then you have him line up more matches to, to fucking beat people, but you don't just give him jobs. It's still impossible to do that because he was ranked before and they were counting his. Which is, yeah. which is, which is so stupid. <laughs> but like, yeah, so they couldn't, they couldn't do it. Like they just, yeah, I mean, I think, in the corner. I mean, I think part of the issue is, is like, they're kind of doing the Goldberg thing with him, but they don't want him to like, be in like the spot Goldberg was. I don't think. I don't think they want him to be. And here's the thing: they, they, maybe they, they should. do want to be world champion someday, but I don't think that they want that anytime soon. Maybe not, but um, they still need to take care of him, like they did Goldberg. Yeah, but like I mean, Goldberg still like. I mean, the point was like you know that destination, right? You yeah, had the streak, and then you know he wins the title off Hogan. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about that, I mean, like in WCW, like they gave away that match for free on on free TV, and it was well, it did yeah. huge numbers, and they were like. They were like, why did you do that for fucking free? So all they would have to do is not make the same mistakes, do the same thing, just don't make the same mistakes. And now they're making worse mistakes. They're making wor- they're booking him worse than fucking WCW did Goldberg. Worse. Holy fuck. Well, that was like the that was like the one thing that WCW WCW had going for him at the time, though. To be fair. Yeah, I mean it was working for them. Yeah. So but we don't like it, you know. Now, but I mean it was totally working. But if they for did them, that, people were it, buzzing. People used to come in the video store I was working yeah. in, and they'd just be like, man, fuck Goldberg, you know? I mean, it was it was, it was was so over. <laughs> True. Like, you'd hear people talking about it outside but of that setting. Now, imagine if you did that with somebody who's actually pretty good. It would be better. You just have to not make the mistakes. Yes, you should do the things that you did with Goldberg. Like, he's just going to be better. That's the big difference. To me, that's the big X factor, is that like, that that it's just, it's going to be better because he's better. It's supposed better. to be better. It's supposed, it's supposed, to, be supposed better, to be better, and he, like, Wardlow is be- a better wrestler. He cares about wrestling. He he's actually pretty decent. You, it's really to me, it's really hard to fuck this up, and they're fucking it up. Well, I guess they they didn't want him on Forbidden Door, but they want to keep him on TV. I don't know. So maybe we'll see once we get on yeah, the other side of that. Too. But he's going to need an opponent. The opponent's probably I'd going to job to him, to job to him. But it needs to be since he kills everybody. It needs to be somebody you know. I would have been fine with him wrestling Bad Luck Fale or something like another monster. Oh yeah, no, I would on the too, fucking pay per view. You know, oh man, you know, can we? New Japan has a New Japan has a say in that too. So. I can't believe I'm not excited about this pay per view. By the way, like I'm excited, yeah. but like I'm so disappointed where they're where they're going. I hear you. It, it's so I hear you. botched. I can't believe they're fucking this shit. They're fumbling hard. 
Anyways, yeah, we'll get some, to that. Some of it may be out of their hands, but yeah, yeah I think agree. a lot of it is. No, yeah. no, not all of it. The biggest parts yeah. are not. So not all of it. They're botching it, and I'm disappointed in that because I fucking was looking so forward to this. I, this I couldn't have been more excited about it, and like I'm just uh, okay. We'll get we'll get to that. At least now, you know, your expectations are low. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we're gonna watch it no matter what. Yeah, so uh, after the match, uh, a few American Top Team guys. That was it, Tyler, uh, Woodley, and Matt Hughes are like you know celebrating forward low. What the fuck after... was up with Matt Hughes, dude? Okay, well he got hit by a fucking train, bro. What? Yeah, he got. You didn't. You don't remember this story? It was years ago. I don't he remember was in his that car or whatever, and got his, his fucking car got struck by a fucking train. What the fuck? What was he doing there? Like, what the hell? Yeah, dude, it was so weird that they were like, it was like, Matt Hughes, get in there and beat his ass. And it's like, this guy had to relearn how to walk. And I guess like, it was supposed to be like a, a sentiment thing. Supposed to be like a sentiment thing. Because I I had, I knew that story, but I haven't actually seen him since he was murdering dudes. I think he was like a middleweight. I was like, oh my God, like and what he was, happened yeah, to him? Yeah, he used to be really good. He used to be really good. And I don't know. It was at the time where you couldn't help but watch that shit because everybody was watching. everybody was watching some, it, yeah. You'd go somewhere and it would be on and just, okay. And they'd be like, oh, Matt Hughes, dude. But yeah, dude, he got hit by a fucking train. Insane. And, uh, yeah, he had to relearn everything. Like, he was like the worst kind of brain injury. Oh, and, no. Uh, yeah, he had to relearn how to do everything. So, like, just the fact that he was able to get in the ring and stand, I think that was that was a big deal. Right. So I'm not sure how the MMA were they doing that to like, to that. Yeah, were they doing that to, like, uh, you know, as like a... You know, yeah, as a probably, favor to you know, him, he, was, he wanted to do that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. He's part of top team. You know, I'm sure he's. Yeah, I'm sure he has a you know good relationship with Dan Lambert, and uh, he. Um, I don't know. Maybe they just asked him to do it. Maybe is he from St. Louis? Maybe. I, I yeah, that's what they put over that they were. Or, okay, yeah, he's a local yeah. dude, so they called him up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, fair enough. Feel good story. I'm sure he's come out in a UFC event and gotten in the was ring. Was that got a big pop. safe for him to do, I guess? I don't, it was, that's, it was so yeah, weird. I'm sh- I'm, I mean, I can't remember. I don't think he took like a fucking like slice bread number two or anything. <laughs> but I can't remember him doing anything that was particularly dangerous, but so that's, that was what was going on there. But it was, it's kind of it on one hand, it's like, you know, he's local guy, feel good story and everything. But on the other hand, it's kind of perverse to be like, Matt, get in there and kill him. You know? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Kind of weird. Holy shit. Uh, speaking of Forbidden Door, we had Dax Hardwood versus Will Osprey. Uh, Osprey had the Rev Pro title with him, but not the IWGP US title, which uh, shows you know what he thinks of it. No, that's not. It's not true because uh, remember Juice has it. Yeah, exactly. Remember he, he, didn't, he didn't, didn't get he it. Did he win the title? Yeah, he. Oh, he didn't he have did it. it. Yeah, oh, remember yeah. he when he won the title, okay, he didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. All right, they fair didn't have enough. The belt yeah, they'll probably they'll probably do something. Yeah. Low hanging fruit, but. Well, yeah, he's defending at Forbidden Door. We'll, we'll get to that. Well, um, he said, um, he also said, like, like he, it's part of the New Japan screwing him stuff, too. Like, the little, like, gotcha. storyline he's doing, yeah. Well, he's, like, doing all of the New Japan, like, carrying the weight for this. He like, really is. Hype. <laughs> he really is, which is crazy, because they're doing that storyline, but he is the guy, like, that they have. Like, there's no Okada. I mean, we have Tana, but he's not doing anything. He's not even having matches. He is. He really does. He's have getting one J- this week. He has. Uh, oh, he is. Okay. Uh, New Japan. Ha- he has New Japan um, as far as representing on his shoulders. So, and this match was fucking outstanding. Oh man, yeah. Holy Dax fuck! 
is is just about as good as anyone. Oh my god, he as really a singles, is as a singles competitor. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I mean, I just like have always thought of him as like a tag team guy because that's just how he's always been presented to me. Yeah, like, I don't know prior to NXT um, what he was he's doing. Like, he, like he's from New, he's they're from he's from North Carolina. Him they weren't a tag team before NXT, and right. I know they were using him as uh they were using him as a singles guy at the beginning of NXT. And they just put them together. Okay. I guess they knew each other or something. Yeah, it's not that it's not that Cash Wheeler sucks or anything. No, it's, no, it's not good. at all. It's it's right, just that but... um, as a singles wrestler, I mean, but it's it's just that Dax, you know, is um, anytime he wanted to transition to full time singles, he could do it and be top tier, you know, in, in terms of like mm-hmm. guys that we look to to have great matches. I I don't know. I think he would have to be. A, heel in order in order to really like, i kind of see him like as a singles guy like i mean i mean it's just because the way he's been presented as a singles guy so far i kind of see him like an ishi just like, like, like a, gate, like a gatekeeper really, yeah like someone's yeah. really good in the ring but like you know he's he loses to the top guys but you know he you know he beats his partner he, you know i i can't remember how, who else he's beaten well um, yeah right now because he's a tag team guy it doesn't really matter if he loses singles matches sure. that's kind of the way it's always been it's kind of been, you know, an unwritten rule. Um, you know, if, if the tag team loses, that's a different you story. You lose to the top. Yeah, you lose to the top singles wrestlers. Yeah, so, and and what that allows you to do is you've got a guy who can put on, like, you know, five-star fucking singles yeah. matches that can, you know, have incredible matches that the crowd are, is hot for, that we Smarks pop for. But at the end of the day, he doesn't have to go over and you, you put over the Ospreys of the world. Let's just say Cash left. He left wrestling. He gets, like, career threatening injury or we shouldn't even speak that into existence but let's just say goes to says, hollywood you know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do yeah he goes to hollywood he's gonna do some woodworking you know full time <laughs> lost his passion and, and let's just say dax was freed up to pursue not that one. i want that to happen because ftr is you know one of the three yeah. best tag teams in the world but um let's say he was freed up to do single stuff you know you always have to have you always want your champion to be presented to the world outside of your fandom, right? Mm-hmm. For your posters and stuff. And I don't know that you see him with a belt over his shoulder and you say, Oh, I want to check this out. If you're Joe scrub, right. As bad as that is to say, yeah. you know, it comes down to like look and stuff. And I like his look, but I'm, you know, a fucking wrestling fan to me. He looks like a wrestler. Right. Yeah. He doesn't have that, that fucking look, right. He doesn't have the fucking Hollywood fucking movie star look, action hero guy look just thinking about that during the match like what his place would be if he was a singles wrestler mm-hmm. that's just to say how fucking good this was yeah this fucking Man, this was rule this is yeah. a match you need to go out of your way to watch it's one of the best matches they've i mean it was short. did you watch it like you said i did, you I did absolutely rewatch i rewatched it twice actually it was so good so crowd loved it yeah crowd loved yeah. this. It, they were insane. Goodness. Yeah, they were going absolutely bananas Even for this. Even in St. Louis. Even yeah. in St. Louis. <laughs> hey, I mean, this St. Louis crowd was pretty good. They were not Outside bad. of, like, the, the Wardlow thing, mm-hmm. which, again, like, what, honestly, you don't, a testament of. That doesn't mean they were bad. That them. means they were good. Yeah, that was, like, yeah, props yeah. Them. like good for them for not fucking put, Saint, like, going, going yeah. crazy for something that was absolute garbage. St. Louis has a rich wrestling history. It's just a lot of towns, i.e., the one we live near, Dallas, also has a rich wrestling history, but and it's also terrible. Has terrible crowds. Yeah, nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we like, like, I mean, I guess St. Louis still has like a guy that they can hang their hat on. We don't have a Von Eric representative anymore. You know, they have like talking a, about Randy Orton. Talking about Randy Orton. Yep. So, <laughs> man, Orton's from here. So, <laughs> enough said. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, for real. I mean, that they have like somebody that they're still interested in. 
That's a yeah. big star. Like, I mean, um, after the match, Keith uh, Lee, buddy. I mean, yeah, he's not as big a star as fucking Randy Orton. We've got Athena, buddy. He's he's way bigger, dude. What are you talking about? Okay, um, we've got Lance Archer, buddy. I I thought it was weird that got Stone Cold. They were show. They finally yeah. got this big showcase for for Will Osprey on TV. <laughs> And um, I th- <gasps> thought it was weird that they didn't show his finish. Like, wouldn't you want to get his finish over? They, he did. He did Hidden Blade. Hidden uh, Storm for Stormbreakers is finish. He I see him end. I see him end with Hidden Blade more than Stormbreaker. What? No. Depends. And in, in the big New Japan matches, he'll definitely hit Stormbreaker. But yeah, he, he uses Hidden Blade a fair amount of times. I don't. Not he uses it not to win. I've, no, I've seen him win with it a fair amount of times. I've seen, yeah, we've seen him win with it a lot. I mean, that's how he beat the uh, crap. What was was it Michael Oku? I mean, that was Rev Pro, but that's how he beat. Uh, he him. beat. Okay, all right, fair enough. He can beat Dax with the hidden blade, and, and he had an os cutter break. too. Yeah, he had an os cutter and then the hidden the, blade. Yeah, all right, fair he's enough. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to break out the Stormbreaker if he wants to get past Orange Motherfucking <sighs> Brick Wall Powerhouse Cassidy. Yeah, this so obviously awful. after the match, United Empire runs in, then Rapungi <clears throat> Vice and uh, Cash make a save, and Orange Cassidy stares down Will Osprey, which sets well, up yeah, the title yeah. match at Forbidden Door. How mad are you so, when this happened? So his okay, so his music hits, and it's it's a return. Yeah, he's been, he's been, he's injured. been injured, so he gets a he gets a big pop, and as he's coming out, I'm just like, oh no, 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 yeah, I was just like, but. I gotta admit, when they were staring down, for some reason, Orange felt big time for about 10, 15 seconds. Think so? And then, you know, yeah, I think so. The crowd loved it. And then reality kicked in for me. And it's not so much that I don't want to see Orange Cassidy, Will Osprey, yeah. because I think they can have a good match. I just. This is not the place for that. It. I want to see that maybe on TV. But AEW, you know, obviously they sell a lot of Orange Cassidy merch. He's over. They. Put him over Adam Cole or whatever, even though it was whatever kayfabe, but it was a lights out match. They put him over one of their a guy they see as a top guy, so they really love this guy. So to Tony, oh my God, it was fucking Orange Cassidy, yeah, that's the guy. I mean, Orange just had some really good matches. I mean, he yeah. had a great one with Pac and whatnot. I mean, that he, I could see like a really similar match with Osprey. Yeah, you know what? And I think I honestly do think this will be good, but it's not what I would choose, and it's. Dude, if you would have told me, okay, for Will, Orange Cat, I would have been like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's kind of weird, though, because, like, I mean, yeah, like, I kind of had that sentiment, too. But, like, at the same time, whenever we were, like, talking about, like, dream matches, we're like, oh, well, we obviously want Will Osprey, but, like, we never, like, had, like, that's his opponent. Like, I mean, like, we were, like, you know, Kenny or someone like that, but, you know, Kenny's seemingly on the shelf. They had a good um, match, but Kenny was a really good heel to work off of. And uh, Osprey's heel, but he's not, like... Like we're not like all that aside. All that yeah. aside, he, who's working heel? Who's working babyface? You just get into the match proper, you know, and it yeah. would be great. Yeah. But, I mean, but you know, you can't have Kenny come back before he's ready. And maybe he shows up at the pay per view. Maybe he's a surprise yeah. at the end of the well, show, something like that. The word is, the word is, is um, Kenny is going to be Jay White's opponent. Gonna I was gonna say. I was gonna say I was thinking that after the promo. That's a that's a that's a very heavy rumor. I I think okay. the guys over at the Super J cast um, talked up said that their source told them about that. it. Um, and then on top of that, um, I've, I've listened to that show regularly, and sometimes their sources uh, 
weren't always uh, correct yeah. there by. I see. I, yeah, I know. And some people like post their shit on like Reddit. No offense to them. But, but, I, but, but I could see that. They, they, they post their shit on Reddit saying stuff like, oh, it was reported by. They're not they're not journalists. So they're a podcast mm-hmm. like us. It wasn't always supposed to be um, Orange Cassidy in the spot. Uh, apparently, yeah, the original it was opponent supposed to be Andrade. Yeah, originally, the opponent was supposed to be Andrade, and That's I guess right. there is some truth to the, like him not being able to work that show. I thought that he could still work Forbidden Door, but apparently, that's not the case. Yeah, I always, I always thought that you know the timing of it was it was pretty clear that he was talking about Forbidden Door, but but yeah, uh, apparently that was his opponent. Uh, it was supposed yeah. to be Will Osprey uh, versus Andrade, which would have been fucking stellar. Yeah, that would have been really good. And we were definitely deprived. It's just weird. There's nobody else on the roster. Like, is is Danielson not going to be on the show? Like, Dude, that would. That's been... the big. That's so. That's the big well, thing. I, I, the here's fuck? the Danielson update. Uh, Tony Khan actually, like, right after we started recording, posted that he'll be on Dynamite to give his status for Blood and Guts and Forbidden Door. Uh oh. So yeah, you know, obviously there's that question, right? Is he injured or is he cleared? Um, <clears throat> if he's cleared. I'm 99% sure um, ZSJ is his opponent. Who they haven't yet they've, they've, introduced to American audiences with AEW. Right, but they have been, you know, there's been threads with it, right? I mean, he cut his promo. They mentioned it on commentary on Rampage, and the, like the next segment introduces another match that clearly is sort of positioning like a Suzuki Goon Blackpool Combat Club thing. So I, I mean, it would it would make sense, and obviously, like it's probably one of like the big like real like dream matches. I would say that that's like one that like people have always wanted to see. Um, hopefully, we get it. Um, but obviously, like you know, Danielson's you know would you want to see not necessarily in their control? Would you want to see Danielson versus Okada and or and Danielson versus Osprey before Zay- Danielson versus ESHA? Because I want to see all three of those matches, but there those two matches I want to see way more than Danielson's ESJ. I disagree. Really? Yeah, I do too. I think that's just as well. Okay. I think yeah, Danielson's I mean, I think, is, you know, is, to is like with ZSJ, it's like that's someone who, you know, they're probably going to put him over clean, right? You know, it's, you know, that's ZSJ is someone who's kind of in that like certain position on the car that, you know, it's, and you know, maybe that that's, you know, takes a little bit of excitement out of it, right? That you don't necessarily have that level of, uh, you know, who's going to win, but like, I, I could see it going either way. I could see Danielson. Yeah, I mean, I could see it going either way. I mean, because so. I think Danielson's willing to, like, do the job. But it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's not like, like Okada, you kind of know the outcome, like, most likely. Maybe, but, like, you still want to see the two best wrestlers in the world go at it. And that's, that's to me, that's that's what you want to see. And I think that Osprey's in that conversation. I think Shingo's in that conversation. Yeah. You know, and those I, like, are the Those are really the four guys. Yeah, where, like, where are... Like where are those guys though? We got Osprey, like we said, he's carrying the weight. But we have Z- I mean, no Osprey, Shingo, ZSJ, and Okada. I think are the four guys. Yeah, and then Ishii's probably fifth for me, but I could see some more. I I, mean, I I think I think Ishii's above ZSJ, but um, I do like I think I think ZSJ is great. Don't get me wrong, but Ishii is just Ishii's just next level. I think well, we've talked on this podcast before about how we've, you know, historically underrated ZSJ. That's true. For whatever reason, and then he has like just great matches, killer matches, singles match. Yeah. So same with Ishii. But um, anyhow, uh, yeah, I'm hoping if you know Danielson's cleared, I hope we get good news. And if it's ZSJ, awesome. Especially if we're not getting 
because you should go on this show because uh, yeah because like supposedly okada might not be on the show at all yeah it's that we're hearing that too and apparently it's you know his why it's his wife's birthday which i've never heard of a wrestler missing um Missing a wrestling show because like of their fucking spouse's eight birthday. Eight or seven months pregnant. So in wrestling, it's fucking yeah. common for people to, like, uh, well, to, I mean, if we're gonna get into common treatment of women in wrestling. I'm not talking like, about. I'm, no, nobody's talking about women. I'm talking about missing like, like holidays and birthdays and baseball games and all sorts of shit. That's like a thing because you're on the road. So I've never heard of anybody like being like, "Oh, I can't make the show because it's my wife's birthday." I'm sorry, but well, that's I think just it's. it's I think it well, you've never so. been in love. It's it, I'm, okay. <laughs> it's a uh, it's probably more. I mean, like you get like a birthday, you can fucking like be like, okay, we'll just fucking celebrate when we get back. We'll take you to a fucking nice dinner with that big fat Maybe, fucking forbidden paycheck. But it, she may, she's that pregnant yeah. and stuff, and like you know that I can knows? see. And you you'd always hear like Bret Hart talking about like having to miss his kids' Halloween and stuff, and it's always a sad thing. Yeah, so it's like you know I I don't you know. But I want I want forbidden to I'm paying my money, okay? This is forbidden door. <laughs> this is forbidden request, door. This, this is a blackout for scheduled requests. <laughs> well, and and I mean like I mean I get like it's an international trip, things like that. I mean, and it's like I mean AEW took Hangman you know off TV for a bit to like be with his wife when she was similarly yeah. pregnant. Did he miss like, a pay per view though? Um, no, nah, he made that pay per view so he can win the title. So yeah, well the paper yeah the paper it was like That's, between yeah. pay per views, but talking about pay-per-view here <laughs> who's all right whose pay-per-view is this this is, is uh it AEW's it's, it's, or is it new japan's i think it's both or is it it's okay if it's if it's both of it is it 50 50 i would think so well, it's it's costing more so <laughs> I, I think AEW is handling it's, it's, it's in AEW x and jpw forbidden door yeah so like it, it mm-hmm. so i think i would imagine AEW is handling the production side because it's going to be in america yeah. so yeah and they've got their women's championship match. Is New Japan going to have any just all New Japan matches? Okay. And I know there's no women. I hope not, because I don't think they, they could should have do gotten that. a stardom. They could have booked a stardom talent and just not said anything about. Well, if they were going to do, st- I, it was pretty clear from everything I heard there was no stardom. And if there was going to be, why wouldn't that be like the women's title match? Like why not? Mm-hmm. There was throw, like, it would have right. been right. Yeah. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't make yeah, sense. Why not just throw Julia or something? Yeah, under the bus, a job or whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, I, like, I, it's just everything's so botched. Like, everything that's planned does not sound exciting, except for Tanahashi, Mox. And even then, I don't want to see Mox in that spot. Whoops. We wanted to see MJF in that spot, Ultimate Heel versus Ultimate Babyface. And I guess they could still probably do that down the line if Tan- if they have the balls to have Tanahashi win the match. And I think they should. I think he, I think he is. And then, uh, <clears throat> my, my opinion, they, they absolutely should because you can keep some stuff going with New Japan being integrated and stuff. But, like, man, Ishii in a fucking multi-man match instead of against Samoa Joe. Uh, you know, we don't know Danielson's situation. Fucking Osprey wrestling Will um, or uh, wrestling Orange Cassidy. No Shingo at all. Like no Lij. Like well, where's we Naito? We, we still have, we st- we do still have a week. We have one week. There's one go home show. Samoa, we we Samoa. have we have well we have two go homes. We've got you know Dynamite and Rampage. Dynamite but, and Rampage. Oh come on, what are they gonna I mean, do in like, that week? You mentioned Joe. And you know they did the angle where like they took out his shoulder. Is he legit hurt? Does anybody have an update? I there? don't know what the. I heck? haven't heard I anything, know. but that, they, I was suspicious. I was yeah. suspicious of the same thing. I they hope recapped not. that they recapped that promo on uh, Rampage. I think right. Yeah. Where they take his shoulder out 
So, yeah, I mean, he needs to be on this show. We're talking about gotta, the New Japan guys that we're upset aren't on the show. I mean, if Joe is healthy and he's not on this show, what the fuck? We haven't heard anything about, like, the junior heavyweights. Like, we, no Hiromu, no El We did Fantasmo, have Desperado show up. Desperado, I guess, but he, he's not even going to be in that match. So, like, what like yeah. what are they doing? I feel bad if they, they brought Desperado for, like, an angle that he really wasn't needed for, and he's just, right. it's just, just nothing. Literally, yeah, like, nothing. <laughs> well, you know what? We got to remember, AEW pay-per-views have, are fucking long, and New Japan pay-per-views are sometimes long. There's going That's to true. be a buy-in. There's still some matches to be announced here. Who else do you, who, yeah. who do you want? Yeah, dude, if, like, what a crime. I would have rather seen, like, Shingo and Mox or something, or... <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. oh my god! I just feel like we would have done something so much different, and maybe the Tanamox thing has all the. Bill Should we talk about and- Tanamox now? <sighs> yeah, I mean, is that the next it thing is- on the show? Yeah, it's the next thing. Yeah, yeah. let's let's go, let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So we get the uh, Mox face to face with Tanahashi as it's advertised. Uh, there's a nice video promo, like kind of like talking about the history of them. That like you know he's been chasing Tana for three years. Uh, I thought he cut an excellent promo about you know how he's going to be the one to be called Ace after this, and that's why he wants to beat him. Tana gets the mic, but he, they get interrupted by Jericho, uh, Sammy, and Ty Conti. Um, I don't know if Sammy and Ty are like permanently part of the JAS, or if that's just kind of I would think so. It seems like that's where they're doing. Yeah, and, and they totally, like especially now, they totally fit like the whole yeah. sports entertainment thing. Yeah, they do. Um this is a good and change. He introduced he introduced them as the newest members of the JAS. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he yeah. Did. Okay, it, on one that. hand, I feel like it's kind of a step back for Sammy. Like it could be good for him to do his own thing with uh with Tay and and be like you know nuclear heat guy. But you know at the same also they do very well fit in this in this. So yeah, and I think it works that there was that separation for a while mm-hmm. from the group just so like the JAS felt fresh from the inner circle. Yeah. And, now he can be kind of re-brought in back into it. Uh, but Jericho announces that they're going to have Jericho and Suzuki and Sammy versus uh, Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shota Umino at Forbidden Door. They didn't have Shota and Umino on the show. Like, they had Desperado instead. And I get the Shota Umino thing. You know, it's it's a... Uh... It's the 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 connection mm-hmm. to to Mox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what he said too. He's, yeah. and like the crowd popped big when he was announced. He's yeah. like, oh yeah, you like well, him? You Mox a stupid kid. Well, AEW crowd loves a meme wrestler, and uh, whenever uh, <laughs> Mox was uh, whenever Mox was um, you know came to New Japan and he was doing that stuff backstage, and like there was a ton of fan art and things like that with uh with like um, Mox bringing. Shota into their home, <laughs> into his home, with and, <laughs> like Renee Paquette fuck, being like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know about this and shit like that." Just really weird well, shit. Dude, I I took it a step farther in my fucking fan art, and Renee was like, <laughs> and, "Oh, I do know what to do with this." And okay, like, all right. The next panel, man. Um, it was like yeah, yeah. Jericho calls him uh, his stupid dad. Red shoes, the ref. Yeah, that was awesome. Was oh yeah, a very comic, very comic strippy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jericho just kind of is a comic strip so, character. Uh, so it's Shooter, Umina, and who else? Wheeler, Yuta, and Eddie Kingston. Why Wheeler, oh, Yuta? Eddie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah, Yuta. Shooter, yeah. And Eddie. So it's, it's like, it's, you know, kind of, it's this mix of, you know, it's integrating that uh, Blackpool Combat Club stuff with, you know, New Japan a bit. And it makes sense. Like, that's literally the, the next show after Forbidden Door. So that's kind of like explains why, like, a lot of that storyline has to kind of be embedded. Again, on paper, not maybe where we want Eddie, but um, we'll take him. At least he's on the show. And, yeah. you know, he's going to be across the ring from uh, Suzuki. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I don't really like Wheeler Yuta, but whatever. I mean, this should be cool. At least um, 
At least Suzuki's going to be on the show. Yeah, and then uh, announced actually for Dynamite this week because uh, Lance Archer and Desperado were there to help attack them. Um, yeah, let's hit the Suzuki Goon um, thing. Uh, we're getting Jericho and Lance Archer versus Tana and Mox on Dynamite. Ooh, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, they're doing yeah. the they're doing the angle where you know the opponents are going to team up before they have their match, and you know obviously there's going yeah. to be some kind of heat toward the end or whatever. So and they do this yeah. way better in AEW than they do in New Japan. Yeah. And, and like honestly, like I mean, for me, yeah. like I'm actually really excited for this match. Like I actually really like I I like the Mox Tana thing. Yeah. Um, I know like you guys wanted like MJF. I just didn't. I never like got my hopes up like thinking that, that was going to happen. I will say like I don't dislike. Mox Tana, I just don't think it's the best thing they could have done. Uh, fair enough. I mean, I think it, it does kind of work where it's like it has like you know they keep going over like that like you have three years of build more or less. Like it's kind of weird how like it like because this wasn't supposed to happen yeah. at this pay per view, right? It was supposed to be Punk Tana, and who knows what they were gonna do with Mox. Darby promo on Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly says that he loved the sound of Sting's broken uh, leg or whatever, um, and that you know kind of leads into their uh, well not that match but a darby versus uh, bobby fish on rampage is announced then we then have tony shivani with tony storm I say something um, about this promo um like darby promises to that um that bobby fish's foot leg is going to be broken by the end of the show and i was like that's interesting because there's a rule in wrestling where the baby face shouldn't lie and you can the the heel can lie all they want. They can make promises and then fucking fail. But uh, to a certain extent, because you don't want to look like you're just in, ineffective and you say a bunch of shit and it never actually comes to fruition, like saying you're gonna win or you're gonna beat somebody or something like that. So Darby making this big promise, I was like, oh shit, that's kind of crazy. Were you uh, then that, surprised when like uh, he did the shush thing to the crowd as he broke his leg and you heard the snap <laughs> on Rampage? Did he do that? I don't. Did he shush? Yeah, the he crowd? did the he did the shush thing, oh. like he was gonna do a big chop, and then he grabbed his leg, and as the compound fracture occurred, you just hear this sickening snap. What? Wait, no, no, no. Sorry, that that didn't. Happen. I was like, that didn't happen at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll get to that when we get to uh, rampage. But uh, yeah, Tony, uh, Tony with Tony, um, she basically says that she dropped out of school at fifteen, but she's not stupid enough to play uh, Britt Baker's games, and that you know leads to their match later. You see, uh, kids. You don't need to fucking finish 10th grade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't teach it. anything useful after that. You drop out and you got Tony Storm spot. No problem. It's true. I mean, you might need, you know, other attributes to get you through life, but we get uh, Ethan Page versus Miro for the uh, Atlantic uh, tournament. Uh, Page kind of like tries to like work over the arm a bit. Uh, I thought this was a decent match. Of course, uh, you know, kind of predictably Miro wins. There's this <laughs> one funny spot in the match where. Uh, Miro's on his knees and Paige like puts his hands together and is like pray to me Miro you know putting over the awesome. part yeah, of the, 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 yeah. uh, the promo from last week uh, but then uh, Miro wins with the game over submission and then he does like a little prayer for him yeah, it, was, it, was, it was good it was on, it's honestly pretty solid kind of what I expected from these two guys they're, they're both really solid I mean, um, so Miro's going on to the, uh, the four way match uh, which will likely be with uh, Malachi and uh, Ishii joining them. But not officially yet. God, don't... Actually, as of last night, I think it's official that Ishii's in. Is it? Yeah, I thought they, they only did, did like the first... No, okay, they, they did, did, they did Rotsu this morning, uh, Clark I think. Clark Connors or whatever? Yeah. Okay. All right, so officially Ishii. 
Clark will probably official by the time you guys listen to this anyways. So, <laughs> Well, Clark Connors tweeted out earlier, I guess I'll just stay in Japan or something like that. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we got a Dante Martin and Matt Seidel promo. <laughs> I don't know why they keep doing these, but I always get like a little bit of a... I always get a chuckle out of it. Give but, us uh, a... They're getting a singles match against Mox. and Give us your best uh, Matt Seidel impression. Dante is going to beat you. Uh, he keeps coming close to winning, but this time he's finally going to win because I believe in peace, love, and pro wrestling, and so does he. That was like still not know. even as like like wussy as he sounds. <laughs> I need to like, dude, wussy. What, what am I? What am I gonna say? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't Let's know. hear yours, Dave. I don't think I can do better than that. Uh, Should I just do my Yoda instead? Your Yoda? Oh my god! Don't please don't do your Yoda. That's the worst. Yeah, Davy's Yoda impression is the worst impression of all time of any. I mean, you can't story. just like you can't just put it out there and not give it to us. Oh my god! Cut a promo as Yoda right now. A symbol. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's worse than usual. <laughs> You're man, like I, I thought it was at least gonna like get like Oh Sundal. <laughs> the Sarana. Why is he fucking cutting a promo what? on Cindy? Who the fuck is Cindy? <laughs> and what is this voice? Oh Sundal. The Sarinat on Rampage. What the fuck? <laughs> this is What Wow the hell it's a promo? Well when you said it was the worst ever, I mean like I mean Joey, your I was kind of lying. Like, you know, the you're the patron saint of exaggeration sometimes, and holy shit, I'm working. You, did not, yeah. you did not exaggerate that time. It's bad. It's real bad. That's, listen, if I want to do Yoda spot on, like do Frank it. Oz or whatever, I can do it. Do it. It's just that this is my gimmick. I do a bad Yoda. No, 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 no. Do <laughs> it. If I do the good one, then if I do the good one, you'll know that you know I can really do I wanna the hear, good one. I want to hear the masturbatory I, Frank Oz tribute. If I <laughs> listen, if I give up that I can really do it, it'll kill. It'll kill. No, campaign, I don't so. believe it. Well, next next week, uh, he will narrate Forbidden Door. <laughs> oh my god! From, um, oh my god! All right. By the way, um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Ishimori was able to uh, fend off Hiromu. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he's, he's yeah, yeah, junior heavyweight champion. Yep. Oh. yep, 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 yep. The Bullet Club's just fucking stacking them up. Uh, next up, we had Britt Baker and Tony Storm. Uh, I thought this was a pretty solid match. Uh, of course, we get the infamous ass attack. Uh, just, I, I don't know how they like work it exactly because like it every time looks like she's coming in at like a thousand miles an hour and just like snaps her neck. It look, looks looks like pure whiplash. Like it looks so dangerous. Yeah. They did this so smart, man. Where she was coming in to grab her by the head, but Britt kept doing the get away from me thing. Like I'm hurt. Legit, that was so smart. Yeah. Did you guys buy it for a second? Oh, yeah. She may have been fucking, but her yeah. bell was wrong. Yeah, Brit's Well, it's insane. funny, too, because I always hear everyone, like, say, like, oh, she's so awful at selling. But then everyone just, like, fell for the fact that she, like, just, like, broke her it's, neck or something. It's a there. different kind of selling because it's, like, a, a shoot selling where, like, hey, like, I'm telling you to get away from me, but I'm also fucking her. It's it's a different kind yeah. of selling, but it also is. I like, never felt like Brit not, was bad at selling. It's it's also a very valuable skill to have in like the postmodern era, yeah. And I I was wondering for a sec, so yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of funny too. Like I mean, like they I mean their camera guys, you know, sometimes get you know their perverted shots of like you know the women's asses and whatnot. But like the minute they did it with Tony, you immediately like knew like okay, 
this is the spot, and then of course, you know, they they did the attack. Um, uh, Britt goes for the lockjaw, but uh, Tony slips out, hits a suplex, then the Storm Zero to win, and that formalizes her match against uh, Thunder Rosa at uh, Forbidden Door. Yeah, man, she wins clean, and you know, wasn't like an epic length or anything, so it just goes to show you that Britt is giving people their turn. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Know. And Britt will get her chance again. I mean, this is like, I mean, how you help like kind of build a whole division, right? You know, it's, yeah. you know, you need like the bigger stars in it, but you still can, you know, elevate some people in the process. Uh, we then get uh, backstage, Stokely Halfway announces an open challenge for Jay, which is accepted by Willow Nightingale. Um, Badass. He first sees her and thinks that she wants to be a baddie, and then he calls her Wilma and leaves. <laughs> Nice dynamic. I guess they have a history that they alluded to here. Yeah, she put over that. She's like, you know who I am, and like, he's like, oh, yeah, whatever, Wilma. Like, uh, we then get uh, Hangman Adam Page in the ring. Uh, he talks about his challenge last week, and he said that he made a dumbass move by challenging Okada when he might not be a champion, which kind of like buries Okada, right? <laughs> like, he's just like, it's like, yeah, I was kind of an idiot for thinking he, you know, was gonna win. Kind of buries himself for doing some. I'm, I'm an idiot, guys. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that was kind of, you know, self-deprecating a bit, but... It's as okay said, just to show some... Hang yeah, it's okay. It's yeah. okay for a fucking babyface to have some fucking modesty. It's okay. Yeah. Cole cuts him off, uh, congratulates Jay White, and said, and notes that uh, Okada's not even going to be there, which we kind of were like, well, come on, full of shit. Like, it's a heel. Right. Uh, which maybe that's, like, kind of a way of, like, get, like, you know, like, he's likely not going to be there, but, you know, if he does show up, like, you can kind of just be like, yeah, Cole lied, because, you know, he's a heel, and... We, of course, get Jay White uh, attacking Hangman from behind. Uh, he notes that he's 2-0 against him and that Hangman will not be challenging him for the belt at Forbidden Door. And Cole's just all excited up the ramp. He's like, yeah, because it's going to be me. And he's like, it's not going to be you either. And Cole just looks completely dejected. Uh, and they leave. And I wasn't 100% sure. I was like, you know, this is just like a heel, like, you know, just bullshitting. Like, he's not going to accept these challenges. Um, I thought, you know, like you mentioned that, that one rumor, I didn't see the rumor itself, but like, I was kind of thinking like, well, if like Omega returns, I could maybe but, see Which that, is weird like, because like he has wins over Omega. I don't think Omega's ever beaten Jay, has he? So, which is also weird. I don't know. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I kind of want some more build for that. Like I get like, you know, it's you like a big return might be like enough, right? Like just like, right. oh yeah. Like, and you kind of like. The hardcore just know like the history. But is he not going to be with the elite? Is he just going to come back as a baby face? It's so it doesn't. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting. To, I, don't know. I, 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 mean, I like that's the rumor. I don't feel like that's what it's going to be. I think we might get a surprise here, but I don't know. I, I mean, if, if we don't, if if that does happen, where does that leave Adam Cole and Hangman on the pay per view? Yeah, because I'm like, there's no way you don't want these two on the pay per view, right? Yeah. Like, I I think this is either leading to like a three way or something, I which. Hope not. You know, not ideal, but I can respect the choice, I guess. Like, because I, I, I mean, that was, like, and we've talked about this before that, like, just the nature of this, you're going to have to have a lot of multi man matches just to get people on the card. Yeah. What do you think, yeah, Dave? I mean, I, it, it seemed like that it, they were going toward a triple threat, and man, yeah, I didn't want to see it. So when, um, yeah, when he said, yeah, it's not going to be you either, let's, let's hope that, you know, that holds true. And uh, if it's a big return for Kenny, awesome. But let's just say it's if it's not going to be Hangman, it's not going to be Page, and it's not going to be. I'd be fine with any of these Kenny. guys fucking wrestling, uh, you know, Shingo or something. 
they could have, yeah. you know, there's guys that they can. Well, work but with. who do you who do you give who do you give Jay White to? Yeah, if Kenny, if if it wasn't if it's not Kenny, if like that word is is bunk. God, it would have to be Hangman, but. But if it's not any of these three guys, if he's like just straight up like, yeah, I'm not not challenging you to on the AEW roster. Well, presumably. Hmm. I mean, it, Joe, if he's healthy. Yeah. Oh um, man, Joe J White. I never even thought of that. That would be or, awesome. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or you know, if Danielson's not Jay White, Jay Lethal. Jay, Le- that would be cool. I mean, on, like legit, that would be a great match. Do we do we get the crowd chanting Jay for like thirty minutes? Mm, that oh. would be so irritating. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't think Jay White's a Jay Lethal spot. No, definitely not. Maybe no, I don't think so maybe either. As great of a I was, match I was as that would be, silly. yeah, as great as a match as that would be. All right, but yeah, man, it seems like if they're not going to do a triple threat, then it does have to be something big like a Kenny return yeah. if he's ready. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Jay White was great. It looked cool, sounded cool. Came across cool. He's cool. He's great. We talked about it last week. Nothing more to say. Uh, we then had the main events, the AEW tag title ladder match, the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Uh, the Hardys removed from this after Jeff's thing, but uh, from what I understand, that was actually the plan to get rid of them all along, I guess. Was, they were was gonna, to like, pump, him, pump him full of liquor and send him out on the road? <laughs> God. <laughs> I, I don't think that that was the plan. I think that it was just going to be, you know, some type of, like, you know, backstage attack angle or whatever. Uh, um, but, you know, that, Hardys or not, uh, this was awesome this was a really fun ladder match a lot of crazy spots um i mean even luchasaurus i thought you know carried his own in this he took a i mean the crowd popped big when he just took like a canadian destroyer mm-hmm. uh, which Plus was, he did it, the big he did he did the big ladder table bump the way yeah. you would think they would do it which was yeah. to have like a crash pad of tables set up but it was big for the crowd it also looks crazier yeah it looks awesome but, um, that's the thing about yeah, tables so, yeah yeah exactly but um I'm not the biggest Young Bucks fan, so I'm always dubious going into their matches. But, man, the pacing of this thing, you know, if you're going to do a high spot ladder match, can't ask for something better than this, really. And no, yeah, they deliver when it, entertained. when it comes to a match like this. They deliver. They always do. Yeah, it's thoroughly entertained. I can't imagine this being better with the Hardys, but I can certainly imagine it being way worse. <laughs> with them. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you might have gotten some know. other We've like, gotten crazy, some crazy stuff. Yeah. It's like... You would have gotten some more crazy spots, but I mean, when you add a couple more in, does it really improve the, the match? Really, I you know, yeah, I, I think what they did and the pace they did, everything out was perfect. You yeah, I was gonna the say the difference would be that Jeff Hardy has a little res- less respect for his own life than anyone else that was actually in this match. So no, that's that's probably true, but um, but then it can just turn into a clusterfuck. Yeah, and, uh, it didn't it, for whatever reason. It was fun. I don't know, man. I felt really connected to this thing. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and, uh, and then we get the title change. So and we get they, the title change, yeah. and of course the uh, the next step in the uh, mm-hmm. Jurassic Express journey that we've long predicted. Mm-hmm. Christian, uh, you know, checks on Luchasaurus first, and then he checks on Jungle Boy, and you know, as he's like Doc Samson's helping him out, he pulls Jungle Boy back, hits the kill switch, grabs a couple chairs, and just nails him in the head. Looked super vicious. Right in front of his mother and sister. Yeah, yeah. You knew that was happening once you saw the mother and sister like supporting them at ringside. They yeah. they didn't even show up to the pay per views. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> he's not like from the area, right? 
Uh, is, no, I think he's from. I mean, yeah, I don't know because I would, like he's Luke Perry's son. I'm, they're I L.A. Living yeah, in they Louis. live in L.A. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. they did yeah, that. It's Hollywood. They did that, and then they that that fucking um, like thing that they posted on Twitter where he's like telling him that he's gonna drink birthday cake through a straw tomorrow, and that he's their son is a piece of shit. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that was uh, awesome. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, it was, it was, they, they were there. Uh, I mean, clearly, you know, we know where the uh, acting chops come in that family. Uh, but they're like, you know, flipping him off like after the thing and whatnot, and then he's just like, "Your son's a piece of shit. He deserved this." <laughs> like, yeah, that was cool. I mean, um, cool. It's gonna be a veteran, you know, helping somebody that desperately needs fucking help. You think? I mean, Jungle Boy. Desperately Jungle Boy needs help? I think Je- Jungle Boy desperately needs help from a veteran right now. Yeah, because he needs to put. He, he has all the tools. He needs to put it all together. We've been saying this. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think like desperately implies that he's just like he does. Like we got jumping Jeff Farmer I mean, right now. <laughs> he's not that bad, and he's over too. You know, he's over, but like yeah. for how long? Like how long can I mean? He I agree. This? He he definitely could use like some seasoning, and yeah, and Christian could totally help he him. Needs, get the, get yeah. where he needs to be. But I mean, like desperately implies that he's in like you know. I I think it's desperate. he's on the chopping. I think block, I, like. I I don't think he's on the chopping block, but he desperately needs this. Just to me, it's like. How long can you be this like this fun baby face that yeah you know, that has a ton of potential? How long can you have potential? Well, and that's like why we've been like pushing. Like we were like you know like oh they're gonna like lose and like we're gonna finally get this like next step of the journey because he needs something exactly. Because like right yeah I mean I, I it's overdue. They should have did this a long sure. time ago. Yeah, I mean any any wrestler needs angles. Like, yeah, like, for sure. Relevant yeah. on TV, but they, I mean like, I mean I think he needs somebody he, like like. During this whole thing, Christian's going to have him under his wing. He's going to be learning from a veteran, and it's this is where he's going to take his biggest steps in his career, probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, his promo needs to improve. Exactly. I mean, he's going to ha- he's going to have something to sink his teeth into with uh, somebody that fucking betrayed him. So here we go. We're off. Yeah. Hopefully, we're off to the races here. I was just thinking, watching this and remembering some of the matches that we weren't excited for that turned out to be pretty good with Christian. Hmm. Awesome. How much, <laughs> how much better is he than fucking Edge? Straight up. How much more like so how much, much more better? Like, yeah. How much more relevant does he still feel without like yeah needing some unnecessary, necessarily stupid push? Straight up, you're a hundred percent right about that. Yeah, it's it's wild because like I mean, he's always been like kind of eclipsed as like a star, mm-hmm. like the perception of him as a star by Edge. But like, and you're right. Like he's he just feels more relevant and like. I'm always more interested in seeing like what he has to like offer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure WWE fans would probably say the opposite thing, but they also pop for Vince McMahon straight up. <laughs> well, they have zero credibility. Did you see what they do? You see what they did with edge recently? Yeah. They had him like they had his fucking crew turn on him and like kick him out. of his Already? Own like, what? yeah, they were, that was, that faction was like a month old. Is the faction dead? Now? No, it's it's uh led by Finn Balor now, who they beat. Oh, that's right. Clean. I heard that they were trying. They wanted to make it something spooky. So th- honestly, this is props to Edge, but they wanted to make it something spooky, like the Fiend kind of shit. And then um, Edge didn't want to do it, and he refused to the point where they're like, "All right, we'll just have you kicked out of the fucking what the, group." What the fuck did he think was gonna happen? Like that entrance and everything. Did he think like, "Oh, this is gonna be like a normal like, like just a dark gimmick"? Like, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, he wanted to be he, he wanted to be like House of Black. That's what he wanted. The dude straight up like debuted as a vampire. I mean, that's true. 
like <laughs> I guess he was yeah you know when he's younger or whatever he's, yeah he's I mean he's just yeah out. he's doing whatever they want but I guess he doesn't want to do hokey shit as you know as, as a veteran in his old age but yeah he's probably looking at Christian being like damn I wish I was over there <laughs> yeah Okay, well, that was uh, it was an exciting main event, and yeah, you yeah. get the the heel turn. It was a uh, it was good close to the show. What did you guys think of the show overall? Um, it was. I mean, I, very I think rocky. it was really just out outside of just the Wardlow thing. I thought it was a really good show. Me too. Yeah. When the Ward the Wardlow thing hit second, and like the opener was was good, but it wasn't like a barn burner. Sure. Um. So, and to follow that up with the Wardlow segment, I was like, oh my god, they're just shitting the bed. Yeah. But I think the show pretty much caught fire from there it was more or less. it was a little like, rocky. a couple of like even spots it was a little rocky for me but like i think it's just because you're like thinking with like the forbidden door implications and you're like oh my god yeah, orange cassidy osprey the, like what the wrestling is <laughs> yeah, the wrestling yeah, yeah. was good like the wrestling was real good yeah and i guess that's all you can really ask for but like yeah i think like well i came out there not feeling as excited about the pay-per-view as i should be so yeah. well but uh did rampage do anything to um make you feel better let's talk about rampage so june 17th edition of rampage we open up with john moxley versus dante martin regal is on commentary and i think uh moxley refused to handshake and he said being in the being part of the blackpool combat club means no sportsmanship whatsoever um and then they talk about the zsj stuff with brian danielson i guess zsj had called it the blackpool country club um But the uh, the match was pretty fun. Uh, this was it was kind of interesting because usually when they like kind of like build up like the hopeful optimistic baby face, like oh Dante he keeps getting close to that win, and like yeah I don't buy that he's gonna beat the uh, yeah, I don't buy guy it. competing for the internship title. But like this match mm-hmm. did not really give me any hope that he had a shot. Like Mox kind of just no. destroyed him. Yeah, I don't I don't buy that he's gonna do that in two years. Like doesn't this isn't Never, the right yeah, this it's... isn't the right guy to do that with like um, that Preston Vance kid that they were doing that with kind of he him yes but Dante Martin I think it could be I think it could be Dante but I mean just the way everything's played out they can say one thing but then we then they play it out a different way and then yeah. it just doesn't lend any believability to it I think last fall the way they're they're pushing him was really strong yeah and it's just kind of plateaued and then eventually kind of dissolved so yeah I mean and and you know I think what this- he he kind of has that jungle boy thing that like Joey's talking about where like I think in ring he's incredibly fun to watch he's really good yeah but I think something. it's like that character and like I mean I think his character is worse than Jungle Boy's like at least Jungle yeah. Boy like uh, yeah it's consistent Dante is like I don't know his to, promos yeah. are just weird and like Sidell something yeah yeah Sidell you know he's a veteran but he doesn't he's not a veteran in that regard like he's not you know yeah. a seasoned character either yeah it's true yeah and he's never been good in that regard he's always been an in-ring guy too which True. is fine you know i'm not mad about that but um yeah the area that dante ceiling. needs to yeah the area that dante needs to improve and yeah he's not the guy maybe maybe they just need to put him with like um doesn't really make sense for him to join like um men of the year but something like that i don't know yeah with like they almost had him join team Taz. I mean, I guess he technically joined him for like a week. Yeah, that would have been fine. Like, remember how excited we were about that? We we're like, oh, this or would be good like for stuff him. Stuff with Leo Rush, which I mean, that just, I mean, that was again like a weird thing. Leo Rush like, is at least good on the they, mic, you know? Yeah, and they true, but God. that was that was just unfortunate the way that all happened. Yeah. That all went down. It just didn't work because of things like outside of uh, booking. But um, yeah, Speaking but the match itself didn't really. I wasn't. This wasn't that good, and and Mox has really been killing it lately, and I like and Dante is obviously, you know, exciting to watch, and for whatever reason it wasn't happening for him this night, in my opinion. It wasn't bad, 
but um this wasn't one to yeah this uh, could have been like anyone in the spot i didn't feel like it was like a real showcase for really either i mean it was a showcase for like mox in the sense that like yeah you just like you know beat the guy like these are his moves but like not like a you know particularly compelling one it's just kind of like this is you know getting him a win before his uh, pay-per-view match but yeah i mean i I don't know dante didn't totally uh do anything super exciting no he didn't he didn't yeah you're right he didn't add anything to what we've seen for sure and he if anything dialed it down so yeah uh, we open up with something of a disappointment against expectations here and Mm. really it doesn't do anything but to get mox another match on tv I don't think that was necessary since he was on dynamite in a big spot, but I guess like to get him wrestling in front of the St. Louis crowd, it's the only thing I can think of is maybe he was promised. So, um, yeah, it happened. Doesn't add anything to anything for anyone. Uh, we then have Tony, uh, Shivani backstage with Swerve and Keith Lee. Uh, Lee's a little upset, obviously over, uh, Swerve, swerving him i thought they had pulled and, the trigger uh, on the heel turn this is this was surprising yeah, evidently not and, and it's weird too because they have a match promoted this week like with them as a team and they actually have like a name for the team now <laughs> yeah like all of a sudden now they like what the fuck i feel like what they're doing is like i don't like i like the promo i swerve didn't strike me as like super genuine i think he's just like trying to like milk more out of him is what i kind of got the impression out of mm-hmm. like he's really disingenuous like oh yeah like we're gonna be like this really cool team together and whatnot and we'll then get the trigger pulled it's it's just weird it's that, weird we that, that. he didn't just just come out and say, it would have been real easy to explain it hey man you know it's every man for himself and about well, he did say that kind of he didn't say those exact words but you know he said something he like pretty that. much did. he's like hey you know you would have done the same to me he's like yeah but i saved you like weird and uh, we then had a uh keith uh, lee looks like a bitch for just letting it fucking roll over. We then had another video package. Uh, Def Triangle said that, you know, Penta could change a lot about himself, but it's not going to change what on the outside, but it's not going to change what's on the inside. And Penta, uh, the highlight of that was <laughs> when uh, the, the first line when, uh, you know, Alex Abrahantes does his thing. He's like, Penta says, you're nothing but a clown. And <laughs> just the conviction that he delivers that, I thought was pretty good. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, promoting their match uh, on Dynamite for the Atl- All-Atlantic Tournament. We then, of course, had Acclaimed and the Gun Club versus Leon Ruff and Bear Country. Uh-oh. And they've got over. They've gotten the scissor me thing over. They have. They're <laughs> fucking oh full-blown baby but not baby as, group. But not as over as the rap. Hit the music. Oh, my God. Yo. Listen. Listen. Yo. Yo. Acclaimed and the Guns. So we're back up in the mix. Got more people hearing me than January 6th. Honestly, I have something to say, but somebody maybe sign a NDA. Uh, we're gonna kill you so casual. Make sense St. Louis is the murder capital. And let me leave you a factoid. Everybody loves acclaims and the ass boys. Do you have your, uh, do you have your diss track for Jim Cornette this week? No, it's not ready this week. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll save that for a rainy day. Okay. All right. Um, but uh, this match was basically nothing. You got the three-way scissoring uh, thing, which was over, and uh, they just destroyed Leon Ruff and won. Damn, yeah, Leon Ruff, fresh off of fucking NXT. This was Where he was also a jobber. 
Well, he was a he was well. No, he he won the. They, they did have that like brief storyline where yeah, they were like he won the North American you know, Championship and stuff. Like he was an un, they booked him as an underdog, but he was he was not really a jobber, more of an underdog. Well, it was that one time he was an underdog, but he was otherwise a jobber in right. like, their general booking scheme. Right. He was signed. You know. So I guess did his you notice days that they called up. the they called the trio roughing it. Did they? Yeah, yeah, they they you know after they introduced them, they had a graphic with Bear Country and Leon Ruff, and it, it said "Ruff in it." Interesting. <laughs> yeah, well. so I guess like with the trios thing coming up, maybe they're earmarked for that. Oh, yeah. good okay. preliminary team, I guess. But yeah, that'd be Leon, that'd be interesting. Leon Ruff is fine. I mean, he's been used before. Yeah. Like, it's weird to see him like just be a fucking jobber, but I guess that's what they're going to use him for in the meantime. I guess he can work that way, you know. Well, I'm, of, uh, I'm just surprised that you know we haven't gotten a uh, Pride Month advert for Bear Country yet. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wait, are they? Are you just making a joke I don't because know. of Bear? Country? I don't know if they. I would guess. I mean, it was mostly a joke. I don't know if they are. But I mean, like, dude, there's no way. That, there's no way that's not if if they're doing that just as a gimmick. That's some fucking like. It's not like they're doing it for heat. So it's not like some '80s shit. So I don't know. It's that jury's still out on that one, but. I guess Leon. Here we go. Here we go. I guess Leon is their their little cub. I mean, oh, <laughs> right? Oh roughing it. Like, I mean, I don't like. It's a pun on the name, but like, come on. Like, I don't yeah. think so, boys. It's really weird. It's weird if that's not because they have that look and they're called Bear Country, and we'll okay, we'll we'll investigate. But did you notice? <laughs> did you notice who the who the scissors th- scissor me thing was over with, Joey? Yeah. Brock Lesnar Hulk up guy. They fucking oh, did a yeah. close up of him oh, wearing that Santa yeah, shirt, <laughs> scissoring like the guy next to him. Like, oh, fucking shit. They Has, gave Brock Lesnar Hulk up guy a fucking close up on TV. Oh, Don't do that. Yeah. That guy's fucking aging, bro. Dude, dude, I'm feeling old. He's seeing still, that guy fucking grow up on TV. And he still, <clears throat> still has that fucking same shirt. Dude, he's got to have like a closet. Like when you go to his fucking house and you open the closet, it's just a row of the shirts. Right? Oh, it's yeah. like Ronald. 100%. Yeah, it's like Ronald McDonald's closet or some shit. Oh yeah. My or God. do you think he's superstitious and doesn't wash it? So like it's so stiff that he has oh to be God. careful he doesn't break it. I'm just gonna say yeah. Like that's probably true. I mean, to be fair, I mean, like, how many wrestling events do you think you like goes to? I mean, it's a realistic; lot. you could just have it cleaned for every event. Fucking all of them. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but like, I mean, still, like, does he still you know, go like, to WWE shows? I think so. Or did he completely I switch? So. I don't know, man. I bet he does. That's like his shit. Where do these fools get all this money to do this? Like, what the fuck? We gotta see if we can get one of them on the show. Did he did they fuck? <laughs> yeah, let's get one on the show. Did they fuck Vince McMahon and get hush money? Maybe he's that. Oh um, maybe he's that lady refs. <laughs> lady ref. Now I'm going back to the '80s. You know they got that lady ref. Maybe maybe that's his. Uh, maybe that's her son. Oh shit, oh dude! It's part of the agreement. And he still supports the company. God damn. <laughs> my Imagine. shitty kid. He doesn't know. My shitty kid loves wrestling. If you can give him tickets for life. Anyway, um, all right, so. This was quick, and yeah, the AS boys get a much-needed fucking fast win. Hell yeah, dude! I mean, this they've, was, they've been they've been on a bit of a streak. This was their fucking coronation of being full-blown babyface. Like this was it right here. It was yeah, that's what it felt like. I loved it. They've definitely yeah. yeah the gimmick is is firing on all cylinders. Let's see yeah. how long they can keep that keep that fucking coal flying into the engine. Amber, Amber, Wait, are we a are we a pro fossil fuels uh, podcast? Should I make another analogy? Oh my god. See how long they can keep those batteries charged. 
Uh, <laughs> Amber uh, like really wanted to hate their their whole Johnny fucking Depp? no the, no not they, different Amber no they really wanted to like hate this um <clears throat> like this whole thing the whole group and she was talking about how stupid it was but like kept laughing at this this fucking stuff that they did and by the yeah. end of the match I was like you love this group like yeah straight up what are you supposed to do yeah I just really wanted to hate it at first it's fucking funny does that like create like new expectations for her from you like do you need to like start you know no I'm studying the uh the uh, ass boy game yeah i just i just need to start being an ass boy yeah then you start sizz uh we had a quick segment with uh an interview with hook he will be competing with someone from the la dojo um i don't think they said when i can't remember if it was dino uh rampage or if it's gonna be like a buy-in thing yeah on tv this um, week yeah he says nothing and then dan Housen just says that he'll eviscerate the uh, la dojo masters or whatever they're called who do you think it's gonna be gonna be like rin narita or oh he said from yeah, the la would... dojo yeah i guess rin narita is the la dojo yeah he's out there now um i don't know man i clark connor's, clark connor's is, in is in japan so i don't it... think it's gonna be Carl yeah, Fredericks. it could be I don't think Ca- so. Carl Fredericks. I mean, if it's from if it's full blown LA Dojo, it's gonna be some. It's gonna be if if so, it's going to be his first competitive singles match. Yeah, they're not gonna just fucking squash an LA Dojo guy. Uh uh-uh. uh No chance. Yeah. Um, no. yeah. I guess that's, I get hook over now. Do they see that? Do they see hook as that as like a fucking like like? Uh, well, I mean, that's like always been like what people have said, right? Is that like, you know, like hook is kind boy. of like part of like the you know. AEW Young Lions, right? Like right. Him and Dante and like some like Yuta and a few of those other guys. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So it's just kind of like almost cementing that perception. We then had Willow versus Jade Cargill for the TBS title. Uh, Stokely Hathaway was on commentary and Chris names Jade his sports entertainer of the week. He kind of dropped the ball on that gimmick lately. Stokely then asked him if he wanted to be a baddie. Um, apparently that's just like his thing is just trying to, you know, expand the section i guess uh i thought this match was pretty decent overall it wasn't um it was relatively quick but i mean i I definitely don't think this was the most embarrassing outing that we've seen from jade cargo jade was real shitty in this match uh and willow was awesome so i don't know Mm -hmm. that's that's my sermonization too man yeah jade was just this is one of her worst matches at yeah i don't know if like like because she's so inconsistent and I don't know if that she's just an inconsistent wrestler or if this is more of like a uh, like she needs some time to like work plan out her matches or work work on them or practice them or something like I don't know. I don't know what it is, but she was not good in this match. And uh, Willow was awesome. What the fuck? There was a there was a couple spots where I thought Jade was really going to uh, drop the ball and she didn't quite. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like she didn't do anything yeah. completely uh, embarrassing. But, yeah, it yeah, wasn't the most offensive Jay Cargo match I've ever seen. Yeah, she certainly wasn't good, and I know just what you're talking about. And we then get a post-match beatdown, and Athena makes a save. She hits the O face. It's officially called that now on commentary. And man, it looked so. it looked fucking cool when she did it. Yeah. It looked like looks like she flies in and snaps their neck really quick. Yeah, and pops out. It's it looks a really like cool a, looking it move. It's a great. It is. Move, it looks yeah. like it looks like a fucking fucking murder shot is what yeah. it looks like again uh one i have taken it before from gigolo james johnson a couple times have you taken it for from athena i have not taken it from athena she wasn't using it on the indies so have you taken anything from athena though no um so uh well yeah we've, we've i mean we've we've trained together and stuff so okay 
Yeah, and then I guess um, Willow is standing standing tall with these three, so maybe we're gonna finally get a spot for Willow on TV. Well, like, regularly these two, now. we she was in the uh, Anna J spot. These two, yeah. Oh, yeah. So she might be replacing her. Oh shit! In this feud, straight up. Oh my god, awesome. Well, who um who shows up on the weekend of Juneteenth to save the uh, African American girls? <laughs> uh, Chris Statlander is that yeah. what we're talking uh, about? Yeah. <laughs> so she comes in to save them. So the you know we got the white savior showing up. Oh my God. Lord. I, I wouldn't say she was like a full on <laughs> save here. Like, come on, let's let's. She's coming to get her. Is, is, she, is she white? If she's really an alien, she was coming to get her. Like, election. We don't know that. Also, but I, she I love... chose. She chose to uh, you know adopt the appearance of a white, <laughs> a white woman. I, I, I love that. I love that she ran by uh, Stokely and smacked yeah. him in the back of her head. <laughs> oh yeah, she popped him in the back of the yeah. head. Yeah, that was good. Uh, we then had a quick video package from Jay Lethal's crew. They called Joe a lazy champion, uh, and they just kind of put themselves over. Uh, Sanjay, uh, does he get everyone's seal of approval? Yes. Thumbs yeah. up on Sanjay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Sanjay was great. Sanjay looks like he likes being there. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I love his character in this like role. Like I think it's just great like it's very it stands out from like you know they have a lot of managers and a lot of heel managers but he just stands out as like different yeah mm-hmm. i wonder and that takes us to uh, what were you i wonder if he's retired or if he's gonna wrestle anymore he still takes bumps and stuff but yeah we'll see if he if i think if he ends up in a match it'll be one of those and sanjay you're in this too and then he's yeah. like no 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 yeah it's gonna be like what we got like smart mark where he's like yeah, exactly yeah. dressed like a dweeb in the ring and yeah <laughs> just there to take bumps i mean smart mark's a wrestler too technically so yeah it's I mean, true he didn't achieve yeah. like sanjay's status but anyway and that takes us to the main event darby allen versus bobby fish i just want to talk about like the like the pre-match uh promo <laughs> for a minute i thought this was hilarious like darby's like just like all serious like Kyle hurt the person that I love most, and I'm gonna do that to you, Darby. That's Bobby Fish. You really like Bobby Fish. <laughs> like it's like he has to like convince him that he actually gives a shit about Bobby Fish, and like they're yeah. like making fun of him, and like Kyle's just like Darby, you're so goth and like just so dumb. But then like Bobby's like, you say you're gonna take me out. Where we're we going to Chili's? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, I just howled at that. Yeah. <laughs> it was <great>. Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> they made a complete good. mocker out of his promo. Um, uh, the match itself I thought was pretty good. Uh, Jericho on commentary said that Bobby looks like a prehistoric fish. I thought that was like the most random call. I've also, ever heard. really fit. Like I was like, damn, he does kind of yeah. look like a fish. I don't know why. That's <laughs> you know, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. They have a pretty solid match, as Joey said. You know, babyfaces don't usually lie, but you know, Darby only wins this match basically by the, the you know the skin of his teeth. Um, you know, this, he, and he never, yeah, he grabs the leg a couple of times if I remember. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's the end yeah. of the night and like he yep. said the end of the night and, uh, this was fucking excellent. Like this match was good. I mean, Darby's having good matches with these people. Uh, it's nice to see Darby get a fucking win, a much needed win. Um, and then we get a return. Although he gets yep. the win, he gets the win with like a, a roll up. It's not like right, yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. you know, not not exactly yeah. a commanding victory. No, but a but, win and, nonetheless. Yeah, and then they start beating him up. Everything goes black, and of course, Sting returns. Uh, Excalibur did his best uh, Shivani impressions, shouting, "It's Sting!" Yeah, Sting nails uh, Kyle in the balls with a bat, and <laughs> then they pilmanize uh, Fish's leg. And there you go. I guess. Is his leg broken? Are they gonna do an? In, are they doing an injury angle here? Like, 
Is he out for a while? I guess. So, so yeah. So Darby kept his promise. In the end, he did because I was like, at first, I was like in the match, I'm like, yeah, he's not, you know, no. he's barely winning this. Like, I don't, I don't think he's gonna be able to, like, you know, take this guy out as he planned. But they did in the end. And uh, now that Sting's back, like, do you think we we get our uh, our geriatric match at Forbidden Door? Oh, like the fucking old school guys. Who do you think it would yeah. be? Oh, with uh, Sting, Eugene Agata, yeah. or some shit, maybe. I mean, I could even see like a, like a tag match with like him and Darby, like they, even against like I don't know, like Scott Norton and like ELP or something. Oh my gosh! Oh no, not Scott Norton. No, 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 no. They're not bringing him back after that. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably would. The thing is, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, would. yeah. I mean, it's not like he has. They have embarrassed himself before in a match, like. <laughs> Isn't that just his career? Maybe we'll get like Haku. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Who would you want to see Sting work with on the roster? That's like maybe like an old school guy. I'm trying to think of well, it needs Anma. to be a, a new J- New Japan guy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it would have to be somebody. It'd be Yuji age, Nagata but... for sure. Yuji Nagata is the most able-bodied one for sure. Maybe Jushin Liger comes out of retirement. Oh my god! To wrestle Sting? <laughs> could you imagine? Holy shit! If it was shit. a singles match, I could. If it was a singles match, I'd, I could. You know, I'd be Sting's all about that. Capable. Honestly, let's fucking see yeah. Sting and Jushin Liger. Oh man, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that happening. Whatever it I don't is, know. I hope. I I just hope he's not on the show. I hope Darby gets a, a spot where he's able to. Um, I would like. To, I would love to see him work with like Hiromu or Ishimori mm. or lp or you know one of the the top juniors god please give us darby versus lp come on other than desperado's appearance we haven't really seen much from the juniors yeah yeah i mean i feel like elp it has to right i mean it's like a bullet club guy they're pushing Mm -hmm. them big it's like part of like this event good heal yeah Yeah, yeah. oh i did the other match we did forget to mention um that's officially on the card now is uh, the three-way tag match. It's uh, FTR versus uh, United Empire, the um, Cobb-Okan iteration, and uh, Rapungi Vice, and it's a winner-take-all mm-hmm. match for the uh, ROH That's title cool. and the uh, IWGP tag That's title. That's really cool mm-hmm. that, that somebody's going to be holding bo- uh, both of those titles. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. You know, it's got It's good. I'm calling it right now. It's going to be FTR. I'm thinking so. And, dude, FTR with those tag belts like showing up in new japan yeah oh my god that was three all three belts it's gonna be oh they might not be allowed to take the uh triple a yeah they might but (laughs) holy shit could you imagine oh my god maybe they beat the young bucks let's see these guys decorated as a motherfucker that'd be awesome well we've got a lot to uh they've got a lot to sew up here in this last week of tv going into this pay-per-view otherwise they're going into a pay-per-view kind of um with the, their paper papers all shuffled. Yeah, it seems yeah, it, it seems like a big mess. And the, the most excitement we've gotten out of out of uh, this pay per view is talking about what what could be instead of what they've actually mm-hmm. gotten booked. And fuck. yeah, and I, I mean, it's like you know, I feel bad. Like there's certain things that, that we've mentioned that are out of their hands as far as like injuries and availability and stuff like that. But I mean, there's certain things where like I feel like you could have done something more. I feel like the ta- like, and it's weird, like you know that, that it's like branded around like Bullet Club, Undisputed Elite, yet like. Those are the guys who aren't booked. Yeah, hardly right now. Booked right now. Um, like none of the undisputed lead are. Like I mean, I'm certain the Bucks are going to get a match. I'm sure Adam Cole will, but none of them are on the card oh, right now. There's new junior heavyweight tag team champions too. It's TJP yeah. and uh, Francisco and Francisco uh, and Kira. That's right. That's who they're it was. Not, yeah, they're not coming. They're not bringing TJP to. You don't think so? Mm-mm, no. Well, we've got. Uh, 
<laughs> they've got some work to do and we've got some watching to do and uh you can believe we'll fucking have comments so what uh what else you guys got before we get out of here today man that's it today uh the discord's pretty much ready to go so i don't know all right we'll so we're gonna be launching just gonna pull soon. the trigger awesome. yeah we just gotta awesome. do a couple more things i think very cool well we'll be back next week and oh do you guys i guess we don't have yeah. to we can y'all want to do a special episode this week uh where we since they announced the blocks for uh for um the g1 that's why yeah I, let's look at the dates we need to look at the first g1 date and try to do it before then yeah yeah maybe we'll just do our pick rather maybe than we wait like for a, after the pay-per-view yeah we do yeah, a preview yeah, episode yeah, okay fair. all right fair enough because we got a lot to discuss so all right anyway awesome well, yeah, next week we'll be back to talk about the build-up and uh, the actual pay-per-view. So it's going to be quite I mean, a bit happening between now and then. Big fat week next week. So It sure is. So thank you guys for for listening. Uh, thank you for supporting us this far. And may your week be full of mini Monster Pops. Catch you guys later. See ya. <laughs>